This was a Brain Freeze podcast. My goodness gracious, it is yet another gloriously spooky day on this here podcast. Welcome everyone to the ongoing comic book discussion podcast. I'm your horror host, Tessianos, and today is day 29 of 31 days of horror. We've got a few more days of this comic book horror marathon left. If you're new here, old here, or you just got lost and wound up here, welcome! Thank you for hanging out with us today. Fun fact, today is my 30th birthday, and I am so lucky to be doing what I do best, drinking a black cherry white claw and talking comics with people I love. We are three days away from Halloween, so that means that today I will be drawing the winner of OCD's second Halloween giveaway. Tune in this evening at 5 p.m. Pacific time on Instagram Live as I draw tonight's winner out of a witch's hat. Yes, a literal witch's hat will be involved. It's on loan. I have to give it back to her, so please be there. Um, If you are listening to this before 5 p.m. Pacific time, not to worry, there's still time to enter. Simply head over to your social media of preference, follow Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, and share your favorite OCD horror post thus far. Tag OCD in your post along with the hashtag 31 Days of Horror Comics, and I'll get your name into that witch's hat. We are giving away a Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Volume 1 comic, a Sabrina and Salem Funko from the Netflix series, and OCD stickers. Well, speaking of Sabrina, we've got some Sabrina coming at you today. But first, I need to introduce today's guest ghoul host. If you've been listening to OCD for a while or follow OCD on Instagram, you know that I absolutely adore these ladies. So I am so glad that you're here for my birthday episode. First up, you'll recognize her from The Walking Dead and the David Avalone episodes of this horror marathon. She is one of the rad hosts of the Ready to Retro podcast. She is the Duchess of Horror herself. It's Chels. What's up, Chels? Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's good, man. It's good. Thanks for being here, dude. Thank you. This is awesome. And next up, you will recognize her from the hilarious Tales from the Crypt episode in which we swapped accents and gushed about Joan Collins. She is the host of the Why This Film podcast. Coming at us live from the UK, she is Emily. What's up, Emily? Hello. This is so exciting. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, well, I'm ladies, like a little bit you. clammy with like excitement. Is anyone else like yes, a little, like, a little bit damp? Like a, yes, a little very. Really. <laughs> but I don't know if it's like the the precipitation from my white claw. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank just you. Pure joy. Pure joy. We're all in our PJs. We've got alcohol. It's a real a real slumber party up in here. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna um, hit you virtually with a pillow. Please do. Oh, ow. Ow. Dang. You hit hard. Dang. Uh, Well, thank you, ladies, for being here for my birthday episode. I super duper appreciate it. I was like, who am I going to have? And then within that same breath, I was like, oh, Chelsea and Emily. Duh. (laughs) Well, welcome to 30. Thank you. We're happy to have you here. (laughs) Welcome to our club. Uh, How is 30? Is it good? How's 30? Oh, well, you know, my 30th birthday was the last day of the year. So, um, so far, my 30s ah. 
haven't been the best. Oh, no. uh, really starting off the decade strong. Yeah. So um, you can only yeah. go up from here, <laughs> right? Or you may be starting as you mean to go on. We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what thirty-one will bring? I don't even know. But I'll let I'll I'll tell you. I'll let you know. <laughs> only time will tell. Yeah, if you had like three good months, you're like, dang, this is cool, and then you're like, well, like, fuck. <laughs> really killing the 30s and yeah. now i'm not great well i've got you ladies here to talk about season one of the beloved series sabrina the teenage witch yes. um yes. have you guys okay so, so that we can get to know your voices know that I, I know your voices but people out there may not all know your voices let's start with chelsea chelsea have you heard of sabrina what's your what's your history with sabrina the teenage oh my witch? gosh of course i used to watch sabrina the teenage witch as a little kid all the time and as an adult like i think i was watching sabrina i decided to binge watch it like a couple months ago just watch some episodes or just i picked out like episodes i wanted to watch like halloween ones or christmas ones or whatever Mm -hmm. um but as a kid um i loved watching it and i actually have a couple i don't know how this works exactly or what happened but um i have a couple sabrina comic books from when the first season aired so there's a couple of them um, where there's outfits in the show uh, from uh-huh. season one where they like put her on the cover. So it's like the Sabrina comic and yeah. then like maybe in a mirror or a window or whatever is like Melissa Joan Hart. So it's like kind of tying in the show oh. with like the comic book coming back. They're like, get um, it? Get it? You after get this, it? I'll like, I'll pull them out and I'll show them to you or I'll take okay. a picture or whatever. But um, so I was like. Love. I was a fan, definitely growing up. I always loved the show. I loved Melissa Joan Hart. And, um, yeah, I just always liked it. Um, funny enough, um, I used to go, uh, before everything happened, I used to go to this improv in uh, near where I live. And I went one time, and it's not like there's not a bunch of famous people, people or anything. It's just people doing improv comedy or whatever that want to join. And um, I went once, one of my first times I went and I go, there's, that guy is so familiar. Like, who is that guy? Turns out it was the actor who played Gordy on season one of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So I went after, up to him. I'm like, oh you're Gordy God. from Sabrina. Like, <laughs> how cool. And they would call him, they'd call him on the, on improv. They, they, when they'd announce him coming out, they're like, TV's Curtis Anderson. And I'm like, yes, Gordy. <laughs> Yes, this is awesome. So um, I'm very linked up with uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm very much into it. So You're on the same yeah. wavelength. Um, Emily, if you don't know, Chels somehow always finds a celebrity somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like every time she comes on here, I'm like this, that, and the other. She's like, oh, I yeah. met them. I'm like, what? Well, <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart came to my work one time when I worked did. at... Uh, I worked at Rainforest Cafe at Downtown Disney, oh, nice. and she came in with her kids, like, all the time, so I saw her, too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Emily, how about you? Did you hear about this before? Yeah, um, it was definitely on. Like, I remember watching it. I remember it very distinctly being what it is. Um, I'm very immature in my taste and like especially as a kid um I am and I'm not like I was watching like 
CBBC and then at the same time watching like Battle Royale and Old Boy, so like weird extremes. But for some reason, there was something about Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was a kid that I was like, it's too much like real life. Like this teenager having oh. problems in a high school is like not my jam because I'm a teenager having problems in a high school <laughs> yeah. and I don't, I don't want to see that on my screens. Yeah. Um, so I remember watching it, but I was never like big into it. It has been such a delight. Now that I'm an adult with no teenage problems, I can look on her when her teenage problems and be like, this is incredible television. What I did do was when I had no idea it was connected to comic books at all until Netflix were like, hey, we're going to do Lucy Davis and Aowen from Lord of the Rings are going to be in this witchy thing. And I was like, that sounds cool. And then The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina dropped. And I watched I watched the first two seasons until they started singing The Phantom of the Opera. And then I was like, I'm out. But um, so I I was super into that right up until they were like too far. Um, But I've really, really enjoyed 90s Sabrina, like especially going to Chilling Adventures first. And oh. then going back to 90s, I was like, this is perfect. Like, especially for the how the world is today, I think I just needed a real hit of, like, everyone's wearing chokers. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> matters. Harvey's dumb. Harvey's Less dumb. Let's all have a good time. <laughs> the devil is not present. Yeah. Penn and Teller. Yeah. Like, the patriarchy <laughs> doesn't matter, and that's okay, because sometimes we need to take a break from smashing that glass ceiling. Yeah. And we can do it in different ways. I'm you know? tired. We can, because she's still smashing the glass ceiling. She's yeah. just doing it quite coolly. She's just like, I'm here and I'm existing. And you're like, you know what? Sometimes that's enough. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to sign devil books and draw blood and... <laughs> Go down to hell all the time. Speak for yourself, Emily. (laughs) You know, it's like they can just, she can just go see the violent femmes. Yes. And that's all she needs. (laughs) So I'm going to say right here and now, I did not, I knew who Penn and Teller were. Mm -hmm. Okay. Beyond that, I don't think I got a single what was clearly a cameo. Because <laughs> we're like, at, <laughs> at all. They would be like, hey, look, it's a person. And the person would be like, how did I get here? And they'd be yeah. like, it's the person. And I'd be like, who is go- frantically Googling? Like, what the fuck is that? What the? Like, I didn't know who the cameos were for like the first three. And it's obvious when they're cameos because they're such bad actors. They're like, Hey, Sabrina, I'm a leg on your journey. Go through this mirror. I'm a baseball man. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know anything to do with sports, and I'm out. I don't know who that was at all. Yeah, right over my head. And they really they really do, like, play it down for us. The whole episode, they were like, we love this sports person. Oh, yeah. You're a fan of this sports person. Then she meets him, and he's like, she's like, you're that sports person. And I'm like, yeah. I get it. I know who you are, but I don't know, like, who you are, you yeah. know? Yeah. Right. Nor do Blood I that. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, they get um, Britney Spears and NSYNC come in the next couple seasons. <gasps> oh, yeah. Honestly, so when awesome. I was scrolling through Instagram trying to find posts of Salem, which is now my new hobby, I yeah. came across <laughs> the so cat, yeah. much Britney. So much Britney and Sabrina. And then I Googled it and it was like, Britney came on and did a, not only did she come on and do an episode with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, she sang You Drive Me Crazy, which is her greatest song ever to have existed because Melissa Joan Hart was in a movie called Drive Me Crazy, which the theme of was the Drive Me Crazy song. And I saw some clips of the Britney episode and I was like, before I hand Hulu back to Tess, I'm going to have 
to go and watch that episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to witness this because it looks incredible. And I mean, it must have just gotten to such a huge point where, I mean, Britney was probably at her height, right? So to come on, can you imagine huge. a TV oh show gosh. these days that's just like, and we've got Beyonce here. You'd be like, yes. what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beyonce (laughs) she was totally I know I remember when she came on because like I was obsessed with this show I watched it to the very end when I was a kid on TGIF on ABC it was like every Friday TGIF thank god it's Friday um and they would have like this whole lineup and all of a sudden like Sabrina she was getting so popular she was like right at like I don't like the seven o'clock or like the the right at the prime time and that's how you knew like she that was the episode but like I would watch that and then I'd be done for the night and go to bed. But it was like, that's everything. I would look forward to all of that. I loved that show. And I was so glad to go back and watch this first season. Like, John would watch it with me sometimes and he would be like, because I'd be really close to the TV, like, oh my God. And then, <laughs> and then look at Hilda. Oh my God, it's Hilda so funny. And then it's, 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 it's like, I look back at John. He's like, ha ha. Yeah. And I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. I was cracking so up. Oh my God. It's still so funny, I think, to this day. I love it. It is, and it's got, like, a really charming, almost old-fashioned humor about it, where a lot of it is quite sort of punny and, like, stupid, but, like, not (laughs) stupid, just, like, really innocently enjoyable. And I found that so refreshing to be able to come back to and be like, that's funny, that's straight-up funny. That is just a funny line that was said (laughs) by a very funny actor, and I commend how funny this all is. I'm enjoying myself thoroughly yes. <laughs> who wrote this bravo <laughs> bravo <laughs> uh, okay so i'm gonna do some comic book history before we really start diving in i asked the girls to come up with their favorite quotes scenes episodes and uh hopefully hopefully you guys picked one i know it was difficult because <laughs> they're all <laughs> so just gems Okay, so this was a comic in October of 1962. Sabrina was part of the Archie comics in issue number number 22 of Archie's Madhouse series. And she was a, a witch. She lived in Greendale, which is close to Riverdale, which is where Archie is. And it was everything you see. Everything you see in the show is very, very closely related to the comic, which is awesome. Awesome. And she was initially supposed to be like a one-off character in the comics, but because she was so dang popular, they kept her on. And she became a staple character in Archie's TV laugh out from 1969 to 1985. So she was in there for a long time. Um, in 1971, she got her first solo series that ran for 77 issues. And in, 19, in the 1970s, she actually had her own animated series. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think it's up on YouTube, and it's really, like, very cheesy, like, hey, Harvey, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm a witch. Is that the animated series based on the comics? Because there was an animated series that Correct. comes later. Right, and I, I watched go. that, too. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, I, yeah. I had the Game Boy game of that one. Oh, Did cool. you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Tell me more. Wait, what is this about? <laughs> It was cute. She had, like, long blonde hair and, like, a cute pink outfit with, like, diff- mismatching earrings. And, um, yeah, we had it on the on the Game Boy, and she and Salem would, like, have to collect stuff. I don't know. It was great. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> Did, okay, so, uh, Chelsea, you, you watched the animated series, too? 
I did. I don't remember much about it, but I do remember watching it. And then there was like a second, sh- like different variation of it later on. But I do remember in the show, um, Melissa Joan Hart does the voice of the both of the aunts, and then yeah. her sister does the voice of Sabrina, who plays her cousin in the show. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of her family was like involved, you know, because and her mom was the producer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like fair play to them. If I was the producer of an up and coming TV show and I had the rights to Archie comics, I too would be like, who wants to play Sabrina the Teenage Witch? I guess it's going to be one of my several daughters. <laughs> I mean, she who didn't suck. She was a great Sabrina. She's yeah, perfect. She was. She's yeah. so funny. I love her like personality in the show. Like yeah. I, I, that's yeah. like, I love it. Yeah, she's like, how would you describe her personality? She's just like bubbly, funny, and she's, she's also just spunky. Like so yeah, spunky, so teenagery too. Like she yeah. really did just connect. But she like, was, yeah, that, sorry, just like down to earth, and she like, I loved how that they didn't shy away from making her smart and into learning, which was really yes. important. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, it's not like one of these. You know, you either have the vapid cheerleader that hates learning, or you have the main character who's like, oh, I could give or take learning. But she was like, no, I dig learning. Like, learning is a cool thing to do. And I was like, yes, Sabrina. Yeah. Teach the girls. Mitosis is... Cool. Is Mitosis my favorite. is... The <laughs> running gag. I loved it. They kept bringing it up. I'm like, what is mitosis? Um... And uh, even, I mean, I'm going out of order here, but, like, even the freaking science teacher was wacky. You know, Mr. Poole. Spoiler alert, he is my favorite character. (laughs) He's great. I love him so much. Episode one, he turns up on screen, and I was like, who's this guy? (laughs) Who's this maverick? (laughs) And he just got better and better. I'm so happy that they kept giving him opportunities to, like, be a major part of episodes. Because I was yes. like, he's so fun. Like, he's not really like any teacher I've seen before in like in an American. I mean, would you call this a sitcom? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Because yeah, they have a laugh track, right? Yeah. Right, Chelsea? Ah. Yeah. But yeah, it's so funny because the um, Mr. Poole, that's Paul Feig. Yeah. Who yes. went on to be like this big director for like Bridesmaids and that's all these right. other movies, com- mostly comedy films. And I'm like, that's weird, because like I I don't think of him as an actor, but I'm like, oh yeah, he's in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my god, it's so like, weird. Scratched an itch there. I was like, I know that name, I know that name, yeah. I know that name, and I kept yeah. googling him, but I kept going to his actor credits because I was like, what do I know him from? Yeah, but and he's I didn't recognize any of his actor credits. He, and then I should have just dropped down to director, and I'd have been like, there it he, is. <laughs> he also did the uh, the new Ghostbusters movie, the the oh, one with. Is brilliant. Yeah, I liked that movie. Me too. It's a brilliant movie. I do like that one. But yeah, he also did that too. So, and it's weird. I don't think they brought him back for the second season. I think they have like Martin Mull comes yeah. in and he's like the, um, the, uh, um, the principal of the school. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And then he ends up with like one, uh, the aunt. Um, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. just, he's, it, uh, there's two characters that are only in this first season. I, or want two of them that I notice is you only get, um, Mr. Poole for one season, and you only get her her friend Jenny for one season, and then I they change the friend. And I was yeah. like, why? I, I like Jenny. Her hair <laughs> She's broke great. her fall. Yeah. <laughs> She's brilliant. She, she loves weird. She absorbs weird. The weird yeah. make it in the world. And I was like, yes, I want to be her friend. She's very hippie, and I liked that. I liked that she was very like, yes, okay, like hippie. I loved it. So, mm-hmm. You know why they took her away? 
Why? Because they wanted to have, quote, an ethnic uh, actress be Sabrina's best friend. But then they they cut out Jenny, changed their mind, and then just put on another white girl with brown hair. Yeah, yeah, another just white got in girl. Big Red yeah. from Bring It On, didn't they? Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have an evil cheerleader. We don't need another one. Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of evil cheerleader, I'm totally going out of order here. We'll jump back to the I know, I'm so sorry. Later. <laughs> no, I love it. I love going with the flow. Libby sucks. Oh, my goodness. She sucks. She, but in she such does a it so way. well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know you start to hate her. Like I started like growing like anger every time she'd like look at her insane names to her. I'd be like, "Shut up, Libby! I'm gonna make you into a frog lady thing. I, just go away." Cause she's so unnecessary, isn't she? And it's not until literally the like penultimate episode that she gets a grubby little chili to hands off Harvey. It's like he's not interested. Read the fucking room, <laughs> Libby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't want to be the the name dropper but I feel like I already am at this point but I have actually I think seen her in person no. as well. Oh. Um she was in the production of Wicked that I went and saw oh, years yes. ago she and she that, yes. Sh- she played uh the sister that was like in the wheelchair. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been so oh, long but God. yeah, I, I saw totally her. Forgot. <laughs> oh she my was god. The sister. So I've seen a lot of the cast, yeah, basically. Do you have a, a bingo card and you like you need to know yeah. them yes. off every time you bump into them. I need to get Hilda, you know, you get and Zelda. Yes, yeah, I need him. One. I need to get that bingo, Sabrina Bingo. Yes. <laughs> Sabrina Bingo, dude. Um Harvey Okay, wait, alright, sorry. Let me back it up. Alright, let's start yeah. at the beginning. Sorry everyone. <laughs> Twenty minutes in. Here we go. Alright, alright, okay, here we go. <clears throat> First <laughs> This was a TV movie that aired on Showtime. It was really bad. And it had Ryan Reynolds as the love interest. Like a hunky, blonde Ryan Reynolds. I feel like I've seen it, but I can't remember it at all. (laughs) Google image it right now, both of you, if you can. And tell me, just look up Sabrina movie Ryan Reynolds and then first words. Wow. Yeah, it's... Pretty amazing. The nineties called and it wants its entire everything about Ryan Reynolds right now back. Look at that hair. Look I at know. that. Isn't it hair. luxurious and amazing? Oh, if I wow. ever, ever meet Ryan Reynolds, this is the picture that I'm handing him to sign. <laughs> yeah. And he will take it on the yes. chin because he is a champ. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh That's my amazing. God. It's like it's like frosted, but like but like not like like dipped, but like yeah. curly, but like bangs, but like oh no! I need to rewatch this movie. It's been too <gasps> long. Do. I've seen like the do. one where she goes to like Australia. I remember so that one. Sabrina Down Under. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So we're oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so is he playing Harvey or is he just playing I think random just love interest character? I think Chelsea's right. Yeah, I think yeah. he's just a random character. Oh, he's so, got a Riverdale shirt on. That's so mental now that we live in a world where Riverdale is like a serious Netflix yeah. drama that I have yes. not seen, by the way, because it does not interest me at all. Um, I've never seen very, it. Yeah. yeah, it's very teenagery. I can watch it because it's beautifully done, beautiful colors, great actors, but then like they're literal teenagers, so like I feel like I don't relate. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Whereas with Melissa Joan Hart being like 20 years old, me pushing 30 over here i'm like yes i can <laughs> right. i can get behind this i have 20 year olds who are friends 
this is just their drama. <laughs> I'm I mature enough to laugh at, but also close enough that I'm like, I get it. I, I get it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Chelsea? Have you seen Riverdale? I've never seen Riverdale. It didn't have enough uh, spooky, scary elements. So when they brought, when they redid Sabrina or, or ad- adapted the comic book, I was like, oh, okay. Things yeah. are getting kind of creepy over here, and I like that. But yeah, no, I don't know. Riverdale, it didn't have enough um, of that for me. And then I hopped over to Sabrina. I was like, this is where I should be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's dark. I had to actually, I'm halfway through season four. Because it got so satanic, I was like, am I conjuring things in my living room right now? <laughs> I'm only on, like, the second season, so I'm ready. As you can see in my background <laughs> altar uh, goat catch. head. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's just another Saturday for me here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for yeah sure. no, I agree, Tess. It, as I say, it got sort of end of season two, and I was like, I'm clocking out of my Sabrina warehouse now. I've had Oof. my fun. I've yes. dabbled in the dark arts, and I've dug her haircut. Really like what's happening with all the different other characters with the diversities and whatever, but uh, it's time to go. Time to go. I <laughs> that feel... masquerade got too much for me. Feels, you start feeling a little dirty because they start having, like, teenage orgies and stuff in there, and I'm like, I'm, I can't see this. I feel yeah. officially too old. Like, it feels creepy for me to watch. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't belong. This, if you're and younger than my is... sister, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. And everyone is so, like, beautiful and perfect. And what I really loved about the 90s, not that these people weren't beautiful, mm-hmm. but Melissa Joan Hart is what I've always loved about her. You know, you think around the same time we were watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer where, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar, people came for her because she got a little bit slender. She got a little bit too athletic and she just got a little bit too Hollywoody thin. Yeah. Um, but Melissa Joan Hart looks like a person. Yes! She just looks like a kid. Oh, she yeah. She looks like a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. A 20-year-old the, um, kid. <laughs> the comparison between the two shows reminds me of, like, that meme where they show like 16 year olds now and then like me when I was 16 year old and I'm wearing like an oversized sweatshirt yeah my hair's oily I've got like Plum the bracelets I made yeah. yeah I've got like keychains and I'm like playing my like Tamagotchi with my head down <laughs> and like the other girls are like their butts are out they've got like crop tops and like super sexy and I'm like yeah that's I'm the Sabrina one not yeah. the new one yes <laughs> Totally. I sometimes I'll go down those rabbit holes in the, on YouTube, which is so fun, especially when you've had a couple drinks, and you're just like, I want to look up the the style of the '90s. So I'll watch like a VH1 Music Awards or MTV Music Awards from the '90s, and I'm just like, why did we get out of all that style? That fashion was amazing. <laughs> it's incredible because if you think that like every decade has a very distinct fashion style, and I think when we were entering into the 2000s and the early 2010s, we I know we used to look back and be like, man, the '90s didn't even really have a style, did they? Like it's not even a thing. And you look back now where it's coming back into fashion, it was a thing. Like yeah. the 90s fashion was a massive thing. And my drama teacher told us, she was like, I'm looking around what you're wearing now. And it's very, it's not really very different to what we were wearing back in the 90s when I was at drama school, but less statementy. Everything yeah. is just quite ordinary now. There's no sort of standout statements in the way that like you can go to a 90s party and everyone knows to dress for a 90s party right. you go to a mid twenty, an early 2010s party 
I wouldn't know what to wear. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Possibly right. 2000s, I'd be okay if you yeah. picked a tribe because you had your goths, your emos, your scenes in a very big way in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But the 2010s especially, and I think it all comes back into that 16-year-old now, 16-year-old then, they have nothing other than trying to look perfect. Cause, yes. cause like or Kim adult, Kardashian or so, so old. Yeah. They look so much exactly. older. Yeah, like I looked my age. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or or you're trying to like pick up the fashion from a long time ago and they have like they were re- and I don't mean to make fun of them. If you're somebody that's listening and you dress like this, like hurrah to you. You're trying to find yeah. yourself in the super fucking confusing world where you're on social media and you got to be fucking perfect all the freaking time and you know you got to have the right filters and how, how dare someone see a roll coming out of the side of your so- I don't know. It's just like there's so much pressure on yeah. the teenagers now. It's like I as much as I want to be like, um, you're not unique. It's like mm-hmm. it's almost like not their fault because there's yeah. no other way to be cool. Like to be cool, but like okay, so here, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. To be cool in the high school was like you were a cheerleader, you were, you know, preppy, you dress this and that way. And it was just isolated to school, right? To maybe a hundred people that actually maybe kind of care. Maybe 50, right? Yeah. Yeah. But here on social media, if you don't look perfect and have the most followers, that's like up to what? Like there's there's kids that have like 10,000 followers now. They have to impress all of those people. Are you kidding me? Right. Yeah, it's I'm disgusting. glad I wasn't young now. Like, to give that good. to a 14 year old, like it's it's irresponsible. I mean, I have just finished watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix, so I'm like Ooh. up to my eyeballs and like, no, delete your Facebooks, get off your Snapchats, <laughs> yeah. kind of feelings. But like, I cannot imagine. And we used to complain when I was like a preteen of being like, these magazines are so horrible because they're making me feel like I should look like Sarah Michelle Gellar, and I can't, <laughs> I can't not eat. to be able to achieve that and now it's just on a whole different level like I'm sure they would kill for a cosmopolitan to glance at to be like (laughs) oh well because everyone around you is fine but when you're sucked onto a screen as you say with 10 billion times the amount of people that you should be trying to feel pressure from and integrating in this mini sub Lord of the Flies society it's now the entire world forever because it's just it's just so unfair oh like it's gosh. so unfair for these kids um so i get it i get that's why chilling adventures probably feels it has to be oh yeah, yeah. super like sexy and adhering to it and like oh you want to be goth but be goth in this very mainstream way over here with like satan but only like a little bit of satan <laughs> you know, <when> it's, side <laughs> of satan <laughs> side of satan <laughs> <laughs> Rather than like Lindsay Lohan at the Mean Girls Halloween party, which yes! you know that's the whole joke that's there. Us. But like, that's all yeah. three of us. Felt fine. <laughs> I think the I love the outfits in the original Sabrina. Like I was living for it. Like every episode, yes. I'm like what is she gonna wear? What are the ants gonna wear? Like yes, the, the ants sometimes, like uh, like Zelda hot. would wear like these really like cute like costume. I'm like I like that now. Yes. Like, yeah. I loved it. And the colors are so bright. I love that she could like point at herself and just change outfits. I was like, wouldn't you just love to do that? Just be like, bing, done. And I love that they weren't afraid. They didn't feel they had to be fashion conscious with their weird little costumes. So when she goes to a high-end fashion um, catwalk, she's just wearing a fairly standard ball gown. And when she's in a fairy tale, she's wearing a very 
designed for a three-year-old pink princess dress. And, yes. like, and you know that if, you know, you think of the chilling adventures of Sabrina, she's having to wear this like Gucci designed wrap around, like very thought out designer sort of gown to be like a princess of hell or whatever. Right. Queen of hell. Sorry, Sabrina. That sounds like, cool though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the princess of hell. I can do it. We're changing your name, Chels, Princess of Hell. <laughs> it doesn't look as, as you say, it's it's further away now. It's like, right. oh, well, I can't afford that. So, But you can afford the stupid princess guy. Like because it, it was just simple. It just needed to get a very simple message across. It was coded very simply. And I don't think things have that now because they're trying to adhere to this whole massive other thing that exists all of a sudden. And the world is the crazy place. <laughs> Drink to that. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, man. Yes, indeed. Indeed. And that's why it's so great to go back to these shows and be like, I felt so humbled and grounded this week that I binged this first season. Yes. Right? I love like, it. Like, so nostalgic for them. I did I did a whole, like, J-Lo, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Pink Day. Like, we're nice. just, like, watching the music videos over and over. Yes. It's great. Um, okay, I know we're 30 minutes in, and I can't believe how much we've talked in 30 minutes. I'm like, surely we're an hour, but no, we are 30 minutes in. Like, this is, I'm so excited for this episode. This is, this is why I'm here. I'm here for this. Okay, so um, let's explain. If you've never seen Sabrina, it's okay. It's on Hulu. Go watch it. It started in 1996 and went for seven seasons and ended in 2003. It was a grand whopping total of 163 episodes. Um, Here's the log line. And then we got some fun facts coming at you. Sabrina Spellman is a teenager with magical powers who comes from a long line of witches. Until... Going away to college, she lived with her wacky aunts, who would teach her to use witchcraft wisely, and Salem, the talking black cat, who always has a scheme up his paw. (laughs) (laughs) As a high school student, Sabrina is less judicious about using her powers than when she enters adulthood. The series is based on a 1960s comic book series of the same name and an animated TV series that originally aired in the 1970s. So that's it. That's it. And uh, you know what? Honestly, the first four seasons were my favorite because it was her from freshman to senior year. And to be honest, it should have stopped there. <laughs> yeah. I, it was like yeah, high I school. And then she went on to college. And then they changed networks. They went over to uh, the uh, WB, mm-hmm. which was like uh, more. What was that? That was also like Buffy and Charmed was on the WB, I think, right? Yeah. So, like, they tried to do more of the the grown-up side, went on to the other network. But, yeah, the first four seasons, the high school, her in high school and Harvey and and all that, that's, like, the the cream of the crop. That's what you want. Oh, yeah. Does does Harvey go? No, Um, they get rid of him. (laughs) They get rid of him, but they do bring him back. Um, She has a couple different love interests towards the end of the show. Uh, yeah. But then she does. I think ultimately they end up together, don't they? I think it's yeah. I watched the last episode last night, Emily. Before you get before you get out of my Hulu, also don't get out of my Hulu because hello, <laughs> there's Hulloween. Um, stay in my Hulu, Emily. There's a lot of fun stuff in in on there. But um, okay. no, go to the both of you. Like, go watch the last episode. I should have said that last night. I should have been like, go watch the last episode. Because she ends up with Harvey in this, like, magical... She's, like, getting married to this guy. And Ooh. she's like... 
yeah, just boo. And she's like getting married. And she's like, I don't, I don't, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes to, I don't know, like, um, like another planet because she's Sabrina. And she finds their soul stones and they don't match her and this guy. But then, but then, but then her cousin goes to the planet and finds Harvey's soul stone and gives it to Harvey. And then Harvey gives the soul stone to Sabrina and then they match. And then literally she runs out of the wedding chapel in her <laughs> wedding dress, poofy wedding dress, 90s wedding dress, early 2000s wedding dress, oh. and gets on the back of Harvey's motorcycle. Oh. And they ride off into it. Like, I was oh like, my oh my God, it's so great. Oh my god! So yes, to answer your question, they do end up together. Thank God, because I was, I was, I've been like fooling around with like vague summaries of what goes on and like on Instagram, trying to piece things together, and it and it like it looked like she was getting married to someone else, and I was like, don't know why (laughs) what? Because it's and and the fact that I didn't realize the biology teacher goes that's so sad. But I knew that Jenny went and I was like, why? She's a really brilliant addition to this like vibe. And I think you know I always say that I really really love the first two seasons of Buffy because they're in high school and I I tend to not like it as much when she starts having to like pay rent and deal with being you know resurrected or whatever like. Um, and I feel it would be the same with Sabrina. Like, I love her troubles in high school and her silly... But they're not silly, and no one's as stereotypical as you think they're going to be. Libby has real brilliant moments of, like, maturity and coming to understand stuff. And it's not necess- It is reset every episode because it's a sitcom, but it doesn't feel right. like it is because we've been on this journey with them. And Harvey is so dumb, and I really like it. <laughs> I, I didn't think Harvey. I would, but it's so endearing. There's just you love you come him. to really like like him a lot. You yeah. like them together. It's so cute because they accept so each other for who they are, yes. and they don't try and change each other. And it's so simple, but it's so powerful. Because on the surface, I, you know, my teenage self would be like, oh no, Harvey's dumb, but yeah, meh, meh. Libby is kind of better because she has ambition and blah, 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 blah. But then Sabrina's always like, don't put him in a tux. He doesn't want to be in a tux. And it's like, that is true love. She (laughs) She She knows. (laughs) Libby? (laughs) Libby? good it's good i love when uh harvey finds out that she's a witch and she's like well, and and hilda's like well you have five seconds of a perfect relationship yeah, yeah. and i was like oh man he's like but i love you for who what, did I, what was i thinking about and i was like see he loves her it's true love he really does it's it's a hundred percent true love i'm so glad that they brought him back for the season yeah. finale that's 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 good that was a good choice good choice yes such a good choice I agree. Mm. Uh, yeah. I Did loved you... how... Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, there's a hundred <laughs> things to say. No, go ahead. What's so up? Things to say. I loved how... Innocence the wrong word. I love that there wasn't ever a real threat of danger. As I say, I'm used to coming off the back of chilling adventures where it's literally sure. like sign your name in the devil book or we'll like kill your boyfriend and it's like right. fuck. <laughs> this was literally like go in the linen closet and beg Penn and Teller to like yes. turn back time. And I was like, Yes. Well that's okay. the nice thing. Is that everything I mean, they make sometimes they make the stakes sound so intense, but nothing is really like that intense the stakes are low you know she's learning a lesson each you know um each episode is teaching a lesson and it's just it's like comfort watching you know it's just very comfort like oh okay like you know what she had she had a small problem 
she she figured it out and everything's okay and now they're having fun again and i'm just like yeah like to to like it's so cathartic to like watch that like yeah. okay they got through okay we're gonna be okay <laughs> like it's, yeah it's so nice to see yeah instead of like yeah like the devil is gonna kill your boyfriend if you don't you know what i mean like it's intense yeah. that's i i do like to watch that from time to time definitely Absolutely. but don't get yeah, me wrong right. <laughs> but um is the word but yeah but the the, the comfortable um aspect of watching this it's so nice and and yeah i watched it as a kid so it, it brings back nostalgia and yeah. I, I always kind of like I I forget about it once in a while and then I'm like no I do really like watching it it's still like yeah. you said like it's still so funny and yeah it's it's such a good show like it it still is I know I was like I'm gonna watch the rest of this oh me for too all yeah, the rest same, of October <laughs> oh my gosh I I'm definitely gonna keep watching oh it yeah hundred percent season one finished and I was like I mean I guess I'll stop there but like I I kind of want to see where these these crazy kids go like please keep going <laughs> yeah every every character is so cool and again I, I'm gonna keep comparing it to Chilling Adventures because it was sort of please. what I knew. Um, and I love the aunts in Chilling Adventures, don't get me wrong, they're an absolute highlight, but the way they're done here is, and I remembered them being like this, I remembered Zelda being more bossy, and she's not. Yeah. She's a dream. Like, she is. Gorgeous, fashion icon, oh my super gosh. fucking smart, <laughs> and just oh. super chill about everything. She's just like, yeah, I'm perfect, but you know what? We can all get through this together. And Hilda's like, I'm angry, I'm going to make the lightning go. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, her thunder tantrums. I want those. I want to be, if I could right. just have one power. People are like, what's your superpower? I just want to be able to point to the sky and there'd be thunder tantrums. Yes. Right? <laughs> the use of magic is so satisfying with, it's just so simple. Just a point. Just a point yeah. and something happens and you're like, yes. Oh, Little I love it. Ding. And that sound Bing. effect is yeah. so Sabrina. <laughs> you know, when she points. So I good. love that. I love so the opening. Good. I always remember that as a kid. Yeah, like, yeah. Talk about What's she opening? gonna Let's like dress into at the very end? You yes. know, at uh, right oh, before they start it. The week? music, like the little theme song, is good. I just the dun dun dun. Like it's so yes. nostalgic. It's insane. It's- it's so exciting and like I I'm a big intro skipper like I'll admit that hand in the air I'm a big intro skipper I do not skip a single intro for Sabrina because it is so exciting with the weird window in space and Salem (laughs) runs across and it's like and it's literally saying like are you fucking ready for this (laughs) and then it like comes from the back and it's like it's so good and i love her outfits like the ones that she tries on like that like 60s one or the like the other like little hip one with the pants i was like oh yeah i love oh yeah i love her opening one with the like glittery 60s dress and it's just the pants one and then she goes into like breakfast at tiffany's every time and every time she had i got like um pavlov's dog attuned to every time she did that sort of like handout motion i was like what you yeah. What you gonna dress up? <laughs> and then she'd like come into the outfit, and I'd be like, "Oh, uh, something about your hat being edible." And she's like, "It's a dress and my dinner." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Her puns. The puns in this, I laughed every single pun. I was like, "That's yeah. actually really funny." <laughs> it's really funny, <laughs> and it's just so fun, and it's something like. C- 
props to them. I really hope... Did they carry that out throughout the series with not no. a single repeat? They stopped no. after season four, where it's just yeah. like, I'm... Do you remember the opening for the rest of the season? Do you remember that, Chelsea, where the, she's like going through the city or something? Kind of. Not really. I mean, it's not... I don't like, remember it that much. Exactly. I don't remember much of those uh, seasons other than that, like, the ants had, like, a like a shop they worked at with or yes, something. Yes, a clock. They own a, a clock, clock shop. Yeah. And clock things shop. came through the clock. I remember things came through the clock, like a football player came through the clock <laughs> from the past. It was incredible. <laughs> still, I mean, it's still good, you know, but it's not, it's not as good as those first four episodes or four seasons, you know. Yes. Um, okay, so to give this episode just a little bit of structure, even I, though we're I'm, just like fangirling all I was all just it. thinking, I was like, oh God, I've ruined this. No, <laughs> no, no. Oh my God, no, this is so much fun. I'm like, um, should we all have, should all three of us make a Sabrina episode by episode podcast? Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Chelsea's like, yes. <laughs> Emily's like, yes. Okay, well, maybe. Stay tuned, friends. Okay. So I figured we'll go through the cast list and then we can gush over each cast member yes. in order, I guess, in yeah. order of appearance on IMDb anyway. Okay. <laughs> so remember, everyone, this is just season one, but we've all seen all the rest of the season, so we're gushing. But okay. So let's start with the best. Uh, Sabrina Spellman by Melissa Joan Hart. Clarissa. Um, I- Clarissa explains it all. Do you guys remember Clarissa explains it all? Do you remember that show? No, I don't think it came to English television. Or it, I only had the main five channels, and I think it was on Nickelodeon, so I never saw that. I didn't even realize it was her. I'd heard of it as one of those nostalgic Friday night American mm-hmm. TV shows, and then when I googled it, I was like, oh, it's it's Monster Not. I didn't know. Yeah, it's like I think it's on YouTube a little bit, some of it, but it's like literally Melissa Joan Hart at like I think I didn't look this up, but I think she's like, like ten. And yeah, she's like, she's I'm on my bed. I'm I'm in middle school and I'm having problems. It's like the theme. same show. She's just not a witch, honestly. <laughs> she's in her bedroom all it's the time. She's audition. got a guy friend. You <laughs> yes. know, it's like the same thing. She's got a little brother. I think that's the difference, I guess. But it's very similar. She's just not a witch. Nice. <laughs> yes. Sounds great. She's and I think that her is Sabrina, and I'll say it again. I know we um, touched on it earlier, but, like, she's absolutely incredible in this role. It just happens to be that her mom created the show. Yeah. Um, her mom adapted it. Her mom was the person who adapted it from a comic. Fun fact, somebody handed Sabrina's mom, Paula Hart, the comic on a playground at her sister's school. <gasps> and she was like, this needs to be a show. And she had a really hard time pitching it. And finally, after the movie that we were talking about with Ryan Reynolds, and after uh, she put together, she like clipped together this like this pilot kind of that no, I don't know if anybody ever saw, for it was just the original pilot. Um, and ABC, ABC was like, "Oh no, let's do this." Um, she finally got it. So, Good but anyway, it just her. happened, right? And it just happened to be okay. Hello, this is created by a woman. Yeah. This is, like, adapted from a 60s comic. I have no idea what the 60s comics look like. We know what the 60s look like for women anyway. I don't know what it looked like in the comics. I have no freaking idea. But the fact that, like, she adapted it and, like, the women... I'm sorry. I'm going off track. Forgive me. Um, the women in this show, like, Sabrina, Hilda, Zelda, were freaking, like, they owned it. As women yeah. in TV, they're all different. 
They're all yes. different. They're not all adhering to the like, we and now we have the woman of the TV show. It's like, they're all mm-hmm. different. Do you, are you a bit kooky and a bit like uh, temper tantrumy and a bit like w- weird and lazy? You're Hilda. Are you like a bit of a <laughs> do-gooder? Are you, are you are you try and be perfect and you strive to be the best? You're a Zelda. Are you like struggling yes. in, in high school, but like you're, you're into stuff, but like you you do enjoy fashion you're a sabrina are you a cheerleader do you want to be a libby are you a bit weird and a bit hippie-ish you're a jenny like there's yes. so many that you could have clung on to to be like that's me that's my identity that's what i want to that's what i want to be in life and i got the impression that i what was wonderful the aunts would always be like we're like 600 years old but i'd also be like but you could also be like 32 like i don't <laughs> yeah i don't know man <laughs> like you got a life a lot of life in you you know you're not you're not haggard old aunts you're not like shutting down into like motherhood and we'll talk about right. that wonderful flashback of pre-sabrini years for them later yes. but i do want to touch on that because i was like this is incredible <laughs> I didn't touch um, it at all. well so yeah i totally agree the the ants okay so hilda spellman is carolyn ray and then zelda spellman is Beth broderick which carolyn ray she did other things she did my mom's gonna date with the vampire which <laughs> i know chelsea loves that movie oh yeah uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> and then she did some other things, but she was like, I feel she's like a comedian, I, done a lot of a, comedy. That's mm-hmm. right, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, and you then Beth, tell. I don't really know what else she did. I think she did a few Hallmark Christmas films with. Melissa I don't. Yeah, Jennifer. I don't really know her other than this, honestly. But like, this was the role that they were literally born for. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, like yeah. them together? They look Forget like sisters. It. They act like sisters. So you believe that. You also believe mm-hmm. that they're their own people and parental figures to Sabrina, which yes. is so cool to have adults that have this sort of independence away from being somebody's parental figure in like right. a 90s sitcom. Like that's so refreshing and cool. Um, you got the idea that they did have a life before here and that you, you believe that they're 600 years old. Like you hands down do. Um, and I think it's... I can't think off the top of my head where the three essentially main characters of a thing are three women, especially not two women over the age of 16, like, right in that time period in the 90s as well. And I think I was going to say about the character of Sabrina, I think it's a real testament to a show when the main character, the main character tends to be often the most boring because they kind of have to be the Christian Stewart that guides us through Twilight Land. And so they tend to suffer because of that. You tend to prefer, you know, your Smithies and your Nessas and your side characters, your Jack Sparrows over your Kira Knightleys and right. kind of thing. But in this, Sabrina is a fully realized character by Melissa Joan Hart, and you root for her, and you like her, and she could be your favorite character amongst it. She's, she's sure. in the runnings, which doesn't often happen, I find. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, there goes Chelsea. There it is. Vroom, vroom. The race is on. <laughs> the race is on. Chelsea Street is also guest hosting on this podcast. Yes. Chelsea yes. Street. What's up, Chelsea Street? <laughs> that means he's good. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, they just totally complimented each other. And, like, Zelda, she just was this very level-headed, scientific, fun Sexy, dare so I say? Sexy. Yeah. Please say. Please say on behalf of all of us. Dare. Chelsea, I'm Zelda Spellman like, <laughs> is sexy. Hello. Very much so. She's oh so hot. I've like, always thought that so that hot. 
actress was really pretty. She's yeah. very unique to me, and I always thought she was a very gorgeous woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And her voice is so, like, sultry. Oh her voice. Forget about it. It's <laughs> oh very gosh. sultry. Zelda Spellman. I can't she, do it. I can't do her voice, but it's go- it's the it's perfect. Like she sh- audiobooks, do audiobooks right now, lady. Yes. Like <laughs> send me into dreamland with your voice like. Yes. Just but like also really sort of like understanding. Just like the waves yeah. of her voice was always just like na, na, na. and then Hilda would come in and interrupt it. And like that was yes. the perfect <laughs> thing as well. Like it's so They were like a song <laughs> together, yeah. right? Yes, so good. I love, I love how Hilda was like. I don't know, like even that one where she had the mace in, and she was like, clean, <laughs> Zelda's cleaning out the closet, being Zelda, and Hilda's like, "That's my mace," and she's like, "You haven't used it in three hundred years," and she's like, "Well, I'll show you. I can use it in a week," and she's like, pounding yeah. meat, and yeah. she's kind of like the "I'll show you" kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're still they're still very young siblings together as well, and like that's really lovely and. Like, I, as I say, because, again, Chilling Adventures, Miranda Otto is a bit of a bitch sometimes. Well, she's like, so mean. That was the one thing in the show that was is a little... I mean, I love her. And she, another oh, beautiful God. woman, yeah. awesome yeah. actress. But I thought that her role was a little, like, too cold. Yeah, it was, very, it was like, a little off-putting, honestly. Yeah. 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 And it kind of works with the vibe of what they're going for. But... And Lucy Davis then has to overcompensate by being incredibly homely and happy and lovely and I baked a pie and now everything's fine. Whereas, because there were elements of darkness in the 90s version, I found, that aren't particularly obvious, but Hilda's like, I'm going to use magic for my personal gain. And you're like, that's kind of evil. Like, that's that's, that's kind (laughs) of evil. But it's painted here where she's just like, ah, get me a date with a fireman, Salem. And then Zelda's coming in being like, no, no, if we're going to get dates, we've got to do it this way. Let's make them out of dough instead. And it's like, we're still both using magic for personal gain, which is totally evil, but so brilliant. And I felt that was so enjoyable to watch. I was like, fuck yeah, if I had magic, I'd be using it all the fucking time. Like, are you kidding me? Oh my God, when they make the guys out of dough, I was like, yes, this is so not a 90s typical like women role they're literally like think about it i was like if if right if it was in reverse i'd be mad if they were two warlocks i'd be so furious but Mm -hmm. like because they're witches i'm like yes make your fireman zelda make (laughs) him drink milk zelda (laughs) (laughs) i love that episode i I actually watched that episode not that long ago and I, i watched it again Um, And I uh, sent, like, a photo of it to my friend because I went, oh, that's Biff from Back to the Future. Yes! As the other other guy that she meets. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's Tom Wilson. How awesome. So I sent that picture to my friend. (laughs) I'm so glad you confirmed that because I was there like, that's 100% Biff. That's that's, that's going to be Biff. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, oh. Same as in the very latest one, doesn't Walter White show up as the lawyer? Is that Brian yes, Cranston? That's right, that's Brian Cranston. Yeah. I was watching it and I was like chopping something up and I was like looking at the screen and then I went back to chopping and then I was like, wait, is that Brian Cranston? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so cool. That's the cool thing is like we were saying earlier, like all the guest stars. But um, who the guy that's in um, the episode, the Dream Date one, that Brian Austin Green. 
Yes. Um, is her date, you know? And, like, that's so cool that they got... I mean, it's so weird to see him so young. I mean, he, I know he's popular then, but um, that yeah. was awesome. I just Did love you? all of that. And then her dad... Do you know who plays... They changed the dad, by the way. Like, later on, a different actor mm, plays like the dad. like older I, dad. Oh, yeah. The dad was really hunky, by the way. But oh that's... Um, yeah, that was a hunky that's warlock. The Robbie young, witchy dad, Benson. Yeah. That's who the voice it? of Beast from Beauty and the Beast. <gasps> no! Mm-hmm. Emily, are you freaking out right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, my heart kind of stopped a little. My brain was like, how did you not know that? That's incredible. Oh, my God. Like, this, just think Such about a that beautiful voice. <laughs> he has such yes. a nice voice. And, yes, he is very hunky. And yes. it's so funny because they. I wonder if they did... Because you know how he, like, does that yelling in the one... Or he was, like, doing the yelling? And I'm like, did they do that because, like... We all know he was the voice of Beast back oh, then, or I don't know, because it's That's like right. he like has this like intense voice and then has a normal voice like in the movie. So I wonder if they did that on purpose. Yeah. Oh, that's made it hotter. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> crazy. Great. Why did they change the dad? Like I love his like little witchy yep. garb with the goatee. I don't, know. I don't know. He directed the first episode too. Wow, that's cool. No. Oh whoa, that's awesome! The show is so cool. It, it is was so cool. Okay, so to go down the cast list, we've also got Salem Saberhagen, played by Nick Bakay. Oh my gosh, I loved Salem. His one-liners, forget about it. Forget it. It's so good. It's every it's every single episode. Did you know that him and Sabrina are the only two characters that are in every single episode of 163 wow. episodes? Incredible. That's amazing. You couldn't have an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch without Salem. He brings a real groundedness to the episodes <laughs> with his sass. I just, like, you can't hate him. You can't hate the man, the cat. Yeah. The, his... Just like, just from a point of like voice acting, whenever he's like, they forgot me. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so funny. Like, I love it. (laughs) His voice. Oh my gosh. Perfect. That is a perfect voice. And I just like, I just love, I love, love, love. He's a real cat being held by Melissa Joan Hart, and then he falls yes. onto the floor, and then he becomes a really obvious animatronic, and then he's yes. like a stuffed cat that's not breathing, and then he's back to being an animatronic, and then he jumps into her arms, and he's a real life cat again, and I'm like, magic! Oh magic! Gosh. Did you know that the, okay, so the three um, cats that played him were, their names were Elvis, and then Elvis passed away, and then Witch, oh. and Witch passed away, and then Warlock, and Warlock oh. passed away. But there are Great three name. real, the real cats, and they stayed on set. It wasn't just any random cat, they were all the same cat for as long as they lived. Oh, that crazy? wow, that's amazing. Proper little movie star cats, they better have a Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame star thing. Awesome. Elvis... Witch and Warlock. I um, I was Sabrina for Halloween one year. I basically just wore a witch, a a very traditional like witch outfit that I got got from probably Party City. But I had yeah, I had my blonde, I had blonde hair, and um, and there's this really cute picture of me. Like I had a gray, a gray cat at the time. So I'm sitting on the couch, full witch outfit. Holding my little gray cat, I, w- I gotta find that picture, but it's please, so I'm cute. Please post it today. Oh my gosh! Please find it. I'm totally it's so cute. It. And I remember, I think I went to like I wore that to like someone's Halloween themed like birthday. Like they had a birthday that was you know kind of like yours, Tess. And yeah. I went to um, I don't think they 
uh, what was it? What was it? Oh, it was this really cool place. It was like a Discovery Zone called Planet Kids. And Amazing. it was so freaking cool. And I remember, like, I'm in full witch outfit. And, I'm, and, like, I want to, like, climb on, like, the, you know, like, all the stuff. And I'm like, all right, we're done. Like, witch hat off. And now I'm just, like, climbing <laughs> walls and stuff. But, yeah, I, I liked it that much where I was like, I want to be Sabrina. I want to dress like Sabrina. Yes. Like, full, like, I had my little, like, my cat's name, uh, her name was Sheba. And she lived for, oh, like, a million years. She lived to be, like, 19. And, uh, oh my God. anyway, and it was so great. I was like, I'm blonde. I've got my little cat. I'm like, yeah, I'm Sabrina. I'll go I'm with Sabrina. it. I am Sabrina. You just started, yeah. did you get thunder, thunderstorms? Thunder yes. Tantrums? Yes. Yes. And I'll just make it snow whenever, you know, and just have like random, like, you know, in sync is just in my room, you know, right yeah. now. And I had a poster at the time, probably. Yeah. I love that that one episode where she makes a storm and she storm she storms into her house and Zelda's like, "Is that snowstorm from you, Sabrina?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so perfect because she, she gets she never gets mad. She never gets mad. She's always just like, "Oh, Sabrina, we can we can learn a valuable lesson from this, can't we?" And like <laughs> yes. she never yells. She never gets like. Then they're such great like parents. Like, they're yeah. such great parents. They love her so much. Okay, wait, so what's the deal with her parent parents? Okay, so her mom, she can't see because she'll turn into a ball of wax. Yeah, and she's in Peru doing archaeological Archaeology. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then she... I also Why say is that her one... dad in a book, but he can come out of the book? Yeah, just go with it, Emily. It's just... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like... Question, question, question. Just go with it. She, mm-hmm. He can come out of the book, but he know. I don't know. Yeah, she I can, never like, questioned it until like r- two seconds ago. While I was watching it, I was like, cool, a visit from Papa. Let's go. What do we got? <laughs> oh, it's a contortionist? Brilliant. I love it. Oh, my gosh. And just now, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yes. It doesn't actually make sense because she can't see her mom for two years because she'll turn into a ball of wax. Which but is why not is it fair. That, which doesn't make sense. Oh, I like, I mean, I like this take way better than the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because in the Sabrina comic, the dad actually makes, excuse me, in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comic, the dad makes the mom go cuckoo. And sorry, I shouldn't say cuckoo. Apologies. She makes her go mentally unstable. And um, she goes into a facility and she visits her mom at some point, I think. And she's actually like, she doesn't remember anything, but she's also obsessed with it. It's insane what happens between the parents. It's super dark. Like, I remember having to go into like limbo and she sees her mom there yeah oh like, yeah mom, that's what right are you I doing saw that here one. and her mom's like sabrina and then everything's like this is so i'm gonna go back to melissa joan hart don't get me wrong i really love the chilling adventures of sabrina but this was so lovely this was so yeah yes. this is like a big old hug all week to just be like I'm going to watch some Sabrina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, something else I want to talk about is the Witches Council. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, they have say over everything they, they do. And then, like, the girl is, like, reading the rules. <laughs> and there's, like, like, and then it's also on, like, this obvious soundstage that's painted with, like, cloud backgrounds <laughs> and, like, fake foliage. And then, like, pin and, pin and Teller come out. Like, I love those scenes in the Witches' Council. It's one of my favorites. So much fun. I mean, episode one, we get to visit the Witches' Council. And I was like, is that 
is that comedy magic duo Penn and Teller? <laughs> and then they're like joined by a random person who probably was also a celebrity, but I wasn't quite sure who they were. The girl, I'm trying to think, that was oh. Blondie, maybe? What is it? Debbie know. Harry. You're right. It looked like Debbie Harry. I think you're right. I, I think it is surprised Debbie. if that was Debbie Harry. It looked like Debbie Harry. I think it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I think you're I think Which you're episode right. was that? Episode um, one. Very first oh, episode yes. where she wants to turn back time. I'll yeah. have to look that up. Oh, but my I think gosh. Yes. Oh, guys, we need to make a podcast for every single episode. I know. There's so, so much in every episode. Let's do it. We'll just yeah, do a bi do a bi-monthly episode where we just do episode by episode with the entire season, and it'll last for years. It yeah, is oh totally Debbie. I just looked it up. It is Debbie. Oh, <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, Incredible. my gosh. But no, I love I it. Love Every it. time they go somewhere vaguely magical, it's like a hardcore set piece that's like the same studio room, like Cube, and they've just like changed the lighting and like brought in a different prop. Yes. And it's so much fun. It's like, where are we today? <laughs> the you same the gym? The gym in the in the closet where it's the same witches council yeah. background. Oh, yeah. I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Where he's like Nine hundred and nine nine hundred nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Oh, I can't do any more. I was like, do not more. <laughs> so much oh. fun. Um, so Salem much fun. when Salem has his parole in the cupboard and he's like, yes. he's like, are you doing as you're told? Yes. You joining in with the community? Yes. You still thinking about world domination? Yes. I I, I mean no. I love, I love that we didn't get to, because we see Salem as a human just the one time in this season. I don't know if you get to see him in later seasons. But um, I like that we were never shown his face. I like mm-hmm. that it was sort of kept a secret, because I have my idea of what Salem looked like, especially in that episode where Salem um, is visited by, like, an ex-girlfriend, and he <laughs> yes! pretends to uses be the dummy. <laughs> a human using a mannequin, and she's like, is that your cat? And he's like, yes. <laughs> He's very loyal. <laughs> and then eventually she's like, oh my God, what happened to you, Salem? And he's like, I got turned into a cat. Like, what a great punishment. Like, genuinely, what a great punishment. And I never even questioned why he was with them. And then Serena yeah. later on was like, why is Salem with you? And I was like, oh yeah, why? Exactly. <laughs> and then they go back in time and they go back to like the medieval times when they were like <laughs> little girls talking about the, the what is it, the counting machine the or whatever. The abacus, yes. Mm-hmm. I love, that's my favorite, I think that might be one of my favorite episodes because I yeah. love seeing a young Hilda and Zelda. Like, yeah. I want to see, the t- I want comic books of a young Hilda and Zelda. Yes, I want their entire life, like, and the con- just the really simple continuity where in the first episode we learned that she was left at the altar at the Acropolis by Drell. So you get this idea that they're in ancient Greece and it's fine. And then when we get to physically see her being left at the altar later, they're at the Acropolis. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And then she puts it in ruins and she says like, thank God history blamed the Turks for that. Oh my God. You You destroyed the Acropolis. (laughs) It's so lovely. I love that. I I love seeing things in movies and TV where the characters make things happen that we know today. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Aladdin yes. pulling the nose off the Sphinx or Hercules putting the arms off the Venus de, la- de Milo or whatever that statue is. And um, 
and you're like, oh, 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 I guess we've done that. And you're like, hey, that's how I know that thing. And now I know yes. it's because you did it. <laughs> oh, it was witches. I love it. <laughs> Makes sense. I love it. I love it so much. And um, yeah, seeing as we're kind of on the characters, um, I really want to dive into the pre-Sabrina years of yes. Hilda and Zelda that we got to briefly see. Where oh my God, go, yeah. And it, I saw it and I was like, this makes sense. Like, the, I believe this. <laughs> they they come back from a night at the theater and they walk into yes. their mansion, which was filled with like topless male slaves. And they have a gorgeous meal <laughs> of caviar laid out for them. And they're like, we're really going to have house. to make some changes around here when the teenager joins us. And she's like, why did you do that? You were living an amazing life. Well, we thought if you had servants, you would get spoiled. And, yes. <laughs> and it's just like, of course you had servants. Like, of course you did. Like, like topless witches. male. Yeah. yeah. I love love them that they use the men to be like they use men pretty powerfully in here and though i'm not as someone that's like yes you must use a human being for your you know your servitude obviously not but it's hilarious because yeah. it's the freaking 90s and i'm sure people were watching this and they were like i disagree with that yeah and like <laughs> and we're over here like yes bitch get her yeah. the champagne it feels now. progressive <laughs> because we'd had so many years of sitcoms of like oppression towards women and these specific gender roles whilst it could arguably cause a little bit misandrist at the time to just see these women being like liberated and enjoying their sexuality and enjoying these men yeah i mean what did she say i wrote it down what did she say what did she say um oh does that mean we're gonna have to get rid of the second floor disco don't pout lance because, like, yeah. the servant is like, aww. Oh, and they all put their heads down. Like, yeah. they're sad. Like, oh, it's so it's good. It's oh so my good. Gosh. Feminine, feminism was alive in the 90s. Hell just watched yeah. Like, hardcore. <laughs> like, to the extreme. Yeah. It, like, it, like, flipped way up. They were like, oh, God, we got some catching up to do. Whoop. So yeah. you had the likes of, like, I am not a prize to be won. Like that was feminism in the nineties. And that is, yes. that is here in full force with the aunts being like, men are objects for our pleasure. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, uh, yeah, they are. Uh, uh, and the yeah. only other men are Drell, who's a piece of shit. And, uh, Harvey, yes. who's kind of an idiot. <laughs> but we love Harvey. Harvey digs Sabrina. Oh. Harvey digs Sabrina. 12, 26. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or twelve thirty six. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's funny. At the end, when they get married, at the very, 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 very end, when she, when Sabrina finally chooses Harvey, the dad holds up his watch and he goes, "Oh, look at that! Twelve thirty-six. No, that's fantastic. Oh my god! I think I love it. That's so like respectful. Yeah. For like a fan base and a story and a relationship. That I love that. That they did that. That's so sweet. It's so sweet. Uh, okay, so let's get to this part of the episode where I uh, asked you gals what's your favorite character, quote, and episode is. So let's start. I know we've gone on and on about our favorite characters. Okay, so let's start with Emily. What, who, excuse me, who is your favorite character in this episode? Oh, it's so, it's so, it's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> 
If I have to choose, my favorite character would probably be Mr. Paul, the biology teacher, because he managed to hold his own as a mortal character amongst yeah. all of these incredible supernatural people. And every time he was on screen, the actor just brought an energy that was just a joy. And he got to do some really fun side stuff as well. Did you know that his first name is Eugene, and at one point they call him Gene, so his name is Gene, Gene Paul. Paul? Yes. <laughs> That's fabulous. Uh, destined oh. to do biology. Oh, destined. So destined. Good. Especially when he finds gold. That was my favorite. Mm. When he finds, do you remember the episode where he finds gold? And yeah. he's like, I know how to make lead into gold. Oh, and he still, he still stays as a biology teacher because he fundamentally loves teaching. Just, yeah, he loves and teaching. He has so many brilliant yeah. quotes about how, like, being a teacher pays shit. Like, that's a running joke of his where he's like, one day society will appreciate teachers, but until then... <laughs> Until then, yes. And he doesn't, like, drink his life away. He just keeps, he teaches. He's the head of the science club. He washes the principal's car. Like, he's a solid dude. He's enthusiastic for teaching, and he's not there. Like, everything sucks, but the one true love he has is teaching. And I think that was a really important, subtle message throughout, where I was just like, yeah, because teachers do put up with a lot of fucking bullshit just yes. to stay teaching because that's what they love. They love the connection with the kids and the realistic lessons where he'd be like, and the answer is, and everyone would be silent and he'd be like, yeah. well, that's the bell. Off you go then. Yeah. Like, we went over this last week, guys. Yeah. Are you sure we studied this? <laughs> we just, I just said it. Oh, God, I love it. It's just fed up. Uh, okay, Charles, what's your favorite character? Um, I think my favorite character is probably Salem. I uh, I love cats, so, and I just love, I mean, he, they give him all the best lines, I think, as I can't think of any of them at the moment. They, you can go on, like, Instagram, (laughs) and, like, people, like, pull, like, things that he says all the time, and it's hilarious. And, like, honestly, I'd kind of forgotten, like, how funny he truly is. And, like, the things he says. But I just, yeah, I love his personality. Um, he's involved, but he's not always fully involved. I feel like that's me. I'm like, yeah, I'll, like, sit there with you guys. And I'll say a couple things to you, sure. But I'm just going to be over here yeah. doing my cat thing, you know. Yeah. I've got my own plans. Um, yes. But, yeah, I just. domination. I, yeah, I mean, I've got that planned eventually, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just, yeah, he was always one of my favorite and i love the animatronic cats yes (laughs) how they change did you realize in season one they already changed they upgrade him yeah like mid-season i noticed oh they kind of fixed yes they you can tell from like the pilot to like later on that he's a little bit like better um (laughs) if you can call that better but um (laughs) i always thought that was great and like again not to i mean the whole episode we're comparing it to the other um to the other show and I was like, how are they going to do that? I was thinking, like, how are they? They really, you know, they don't have him talk or anything. But I think that was, like, one of my favorite parts of the show growing up yeah. was that yeah. she got to talk to the freaking cat. Like, how yes. much? I would love to talk to my cat. So right? <laughs> um, that's, like, the dream, right? We all want to talk to our animals. 
And she and got a friend so, who understood what she was going through. Yeah. yeah. And sure, she, he's like a middle-aged man who got trapped in a cat's body because he wanted to take over the world. But hey, not everyone's perfect. Hey. You can't pick and choose what you get, right? And that's what she got. But yeah, it's like she was able to um, bounce off her internal thoughts to someone like while she was in her room. Oh, yeah, I've got yeah. this. Like it's it's the, Salem's the person that she's able to just sort of like you know, vomit all her ideas and, like, her thoughts on and stuff, and it's not too terribly judgmental, and he kind of is like, do what you want. Hey, you yeah. want to do that? Yeah, you can do that. Hey, if you do, don't. Like, he's sort of like, whatever you want, and I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very non-judgmental. I, I like it. So, um, yeah, he's my definitely my favorite character. Always loved him, and I missed him being in that other show, so... Yeah, I love yeah. when he like tries to be a cat, even though he's a literal cat. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, just meow or something. He's like, meow, and she's like, no, really <laughs> meow. Like, a cat. <laughs> like the cat show one where all the the people are talking to their cats, and she's like, I can't talk oh, to you, every, you know. But they're all like, you're a good cat, da, 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 da. and she's yeah. like, well, I guess I could talk to you, and it's totally normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. That's a good pick. My favorite is. Hilda Spellman. Nice. I love her so much. She's got this, like, every... I wrote down every single quote that I have that's my favorite is all Hilda. I realized, like, an hour or a couple hours ago when I was writing down my notes, I was like, these are all Hilda's quotes. They're, she's freaking hilarious, and she's always there with, like, the punchline. And I feel like we're all a little bit Zelda. We're all a little bit Hilda, too. <laughs> like, like, on a scale of, like, 100%, I have to be, like, probably like 70% Hilda and like 30% Zelda because you got to be a little bit responsible. You got to pay your bills, you know, right, and yeah, stuff right. like that. But like Hilda, you're like, I don't know. What are we doing? And yeah. the way she like talks to me, she's like really confident too. Like, and she's like, I don't know. She's, she's brilliant in this role. And like the way she takes up as like the cool aunt kind of, of, of Sabrina, you know, and she's got like yeah. the cool ideas and, um, I love her outfits. I mean, I love all oh her outfits, God. but yeah. her pajamas, like I had yes. to post on Instagram because I was so yes. obsessed. I was like, <laughs> look at those pajamas. They're perfect. <laughs> oh my God. You're right. And she's, she's just, she's just chill. And it's very rare that we get, I know we keep banging on about it, but like female adult characters who are chill and fun. And I yeah. love her vibe where she's constantly like, where do I have to go to school? I don't wanna. It's like, <laughs> Hilda, it's parents teacher night. And she's like, ah, my stomach feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, okay, so since this is my birthday episode and I'm crossing 30, I feel like Hilda is like your 30s yes. where you're like, you know stuff, you know the morals, blah, 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 blah. But, like, you're also here to have fun because you realize life isn't as serious as you think it is, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I've officially reached the the Hilda stage of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready to blossom into an Aunt Hilda. Oh, yes. Here I am, everyone. Aunt Hilda all day. Okay, so I want to leave the quotes for last because I feel like there are just an, a copious amounts of brilliant quotes in this show. I have three um, pages worth. You see? Oh my god. <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna touch on all of them. Um, okay. So, what were your favorite episodes? And we'll go in the same order. Emily, what's your favorite episode? 
this this was impossible. This was genuinely impossible. And I, <laughs> I'm kind of surprising myself um, by choosing this one because I think it really... It, it was an episode that the whole time I was scribbling down notes and I was like, oh, this is horrible. What the hell? Like, why are they doing this? Why are they making me watch this? This is so unfair. I don't like it. And now I've had time to sit with it a bit and I'm like, actually, what it did was it tapped into something that I personally find incredibly interesting that I feel more shows should um, experiment with. It's right near the end of the season where they visit Salem, Massachusetts, and they go (gasps) to the Pilgrim place and Mm -hmm. Sabrina is obviously called a witch. And whilst this whole episode was happening, I was like, what a terrible field trip. How awful. People died. How dare you? This is horrible. This was British people that wandered across to America, fought in their (laughs) horrible rules. The reason they had to do that in the first place because none of us in England wanted their stupid rules, so they brought them over to the East Coast of America. And then they started fucking witch hunting, and then we started doing it over in England, and fucking millions of women and men died. It was horrible. And and she's a real witch, and you're going to make her go to Salem? That's like... That's like... (laughs) That's like abuse. That's like that's like racism. Like how could you? Like this is awful. I got so riled up about this episode. And obviously the whole point of the episode is that she's like, ha 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 ha, none of you were witches. You we were all here to learn a valuable lesson. And Hilda and Zelda drive an hour to tell her that she's gonna learn a lesson. And the whole time I was just like, it like really riled me up. Sure. And then when I finished it, I was like, I one of my favorite, I'm not a big Charmed fan, but one thing that mm-hmm. always stuck with me was in episode one, Piper had a real problem where she finds out she's a witch and she's terrified that she can't worship anymore and that she's going to be rejected from churches. And her whole subplot in the first episode is her going to a church to try and get in and she's terrified of going in and she comes to terms with it and she realizes she can still be a Christian American and also be a witch, which is fascinating and so cool and I wondered if this was going to go in a similar vein and it was more about sort of the hysteria of the masses and the real Mm -hmm. they really were quite they were more respectful than I thought they were going to be with the idea of Salem and the idea of the witch hunts and what happened there um and I really loved the constant pushing of the Salem witch trials had nothing to do with real witchcraft, where yeah. Harry Potter is a bit muggy with it, where they're like, hey, the witches were caught, but then they put tickling charms on themselves and enjoyed a light <laughs> tickle while they were burned, and then they carried on with their merry lives. Whereas right. this is very much like, that was humanity at its darkest and worst. Witches mm-hmm. do coexist, but they were never caught. Like... It's not a fun joke. People died and that was all humanity being trash. And Sabrina, you have to come to terms with that. You are a witch and that is fine. And you accept that. And Harvey's kind of accepting it without knowing. And it's people like Libby and the mass hysteria that's... It was just... It was really thought-provoking. And I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that this series wasn't. But this episode in particular, I was like, wow, like, you've really dug into something a lot more intellectually and thoughtfully and respectfully than I kind of needed you to. Like, I'd have kind of been happy doing a fairly shallow Salem trial episode. I'd have probably been a bit like, that was a bit of a dud episode. Like, I can't believe they kind of went there. But it's fine. It was still fun. But this was, this was, this this was really, really good. It really cemented itself as, like, this series is good like it's really good and it's Mm -hmm. 
it's in, like it's it's like yeah it's really good i didn't know what else to it say. was really good and they treated it with so much respect yeah. when it came to the history of salem they could have easily made it like ha 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 witches broomsticks yeah. you know i have witch, whatever we killed witches yeah but it lo- but really lo- defined itself yeah they were like yeah exactly and what you said at the end i was like that's fucking genius mm. where the 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 teacher was like um yeah you none of you had witches cards which actually they didn't explain why Sabrina had the witch card I think it was because it was like you're all ordinary people and cuz it was interesting cuz you could either take it as like the teacher lied which I don't think was the case I think it was that the sh- the card showed everyone for what they truly were and they are truly just ordinary townsfolk and nobody is bad or worse than anybody else and we need to be respectful right. Sabrina is a witch and she had to come to terms with that and she had to understand that so the card was being oh. truthful to her and I think it was magic that made it say witch as opposed to the teacher had said that it was a witch card like I okay. took that as her being like these are townsfolk and I am a witch, but that doesn't mean that I don't belong with them and it doesn't mean that we can't get along. It's just that I am a witch and that is some, that is part of who I am and I have okay. to be okay with that. That's how I took it, but you could also take it as just like a little bit spoopy or like a little bit Salem-y or... I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that then. It was an odd... It was odd, but it was so odd that I was like, I'm going to force myself to find like deep meaning in what's in what I'm being shown here because the rest of the episode had been handled so well I wasn't gonna let it be thrown away by a weird like plot twist at the last right you're like da, 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 whatever do you remember yeah. that episode Chels I mean of course Not, you obviously uh, I don't really remember that one as much as a kid there's other one the first couple of ones in the beginning I remember more I I do remember that uh watching it thinking it was like oh okay they went with that instead but I I I in general, I do like that episode, though. I think it's one of the better ones, for sure. Yeah. They had to touch on it. They had to do it. Like, they had to go to Salem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's based in Boston, you know? Mm-hmm. The, right, the right. Whole, Hello, well, they picked right that there. for a reason. You know, they picked, like, why would she be anywhere else, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also, my theory still stands, Libby sucks. Oh, man, she is the <laughs> worst. She's proper Crucible sucks. vibes in that episode and that was interesting as well that because you can really deep dive and you can be like Libby is 100% doing like crucible shit which means that she's either at least in the movie or read the play (laughs) (laughs) that is that is work and I appreciate people putting work in especially when it comes to the arts so if Libby's read the crucible enough to be able to know how to react in a pilgrim witch trial then fucking props to her because at the end of the day Sabrina's gonna come out on top so Libby you can fucking do what you please fuck and it was frightening it was you know they were going along with it and it was it was really quite frightening and then it really turned into something quite dark when she was like if you like Libby you can just pretend that we hanged Jenny and Libby's like that's not good enough and I'm like whoa you're like 16 do you want to fucking chill out you little bitch bitch (laughs) fuck oh and then they put them in the stocks and I was like isn't that against like I don't know, it's like student teacher code. If I went, I honestly, I put myself, and I was like, first of all, 
you're taking me on a field trip to Salem, Massachusetts, and you're making me churn butter in costume. No, yes. these are 16 year olds. <laughs> you're not gonna get them in pilgrim outfits. It's not happening. Good luck, teachers. Like, yes. who, like it's not happening. And then you're like, we're gonna put you in stocks for the next two and a half hours until the bus arrives. And you're like, my yes. parents will be hearing of this, and this whole school and institution <laughs> and museum will be sued. Like, oh, 100%. I mean, if I drove up and I saw my child in stocks, I'd be like, oh, um, which, what? Excuse me? We're about to be rich because I'm suing this. <laughs> so crazy now don't get me wrong i love seeing libby in the stocks but like i was also like yeah i wouldn't do it if i was 16 i mean i would because i would have been 16 i would have done as i was told but i would have had really strong thoughts about it (laughs) right oh my gosh good choice good choice chels what's your favorite episode my favorite episode is um Hilda and Zelda, the teenage years. Yes! Um, Violet Femmes. Where they go see the Violet Femmes. I think I like that episode because I feel like it's really random. Um, I think it's weird that they go see the Violet Femmes because, like, compared to, like, other people that they event- like had on the show later and stuff, it's, like, Britney Spears and NSYNC <laughs> and, like, all these, like, pop people, like, very popular. Like, I don't look at the Violet Femmes like that. And I, I love the Violet Femmes. And so that's why I think I always really liked the episode. And I just thought, what a random band <laughs> to go. Yeah. Sp- like, they're on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, how weird. And then, yeah, yeah. I love the dubbing of the, vo- you know, the voices on the actresses for some parts of it. Yeah. And, um, for like, her Zelda, name is yeah. Zellery. Like, that's <laughs> great. Um, oh, I just so like good. it. Like, I think I thought that was like a fun, like, um, fun episode that they, you know, had to be like how teenagers were. And I don't know. I just really like that one a lot. Totally. And it's very memorable. actress looks exactly like her. Oh, totally. That's, I thought that and too. And she's, she's Sheila from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <gasps> I was oh my gosh. so excited. Because I'm a huge Buffy person, especially the first two seasons. And it's either season one or two that Sheila's like one of the bad sort of girls that gets into tension with Buffy and then she gets turned into a vampire and she tries to like bring Buffy to the vampire cult or something. She's like heavily in the episode. And it's like one of my favorites. And Hilda turned into a teenager and I was like, it's Sheila! Oh my god! And she was perfect! She was such a perfect young Hilda. That episode always stood out to me because of that. But yeah, I always really liked that one. I love um, at the end when uh, Libby gets the, she's reading the book and she looks like a freaking idiot when she's like reading the book and then she puts on the sunglasses. She's like, I can't see. I can't see anything. (laughs) Am I seeing it? I'm trying to conserve my energy. And I'm like, you look stupid. Like, I mean, stupid because I didn't know who this band was. And I wasn't quite, I didn't even know it was a band. I thought they were outside like a comic book store or something. I was really confused the whole episode a little bit. Um, And then they go and they meet this band of like 40 year old men. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And Libby's like, oh my God. You're my dream. I'm going to yeah. do these sexy eyes on you and make you yeah. love me. And this 40-year-old, probably brilliant musician, but terrible yeah. actor, well, is yeah, like, And he's not wow, Libby, I love you. Person. We should not hang out. Oh. And he's I'm so like, Gordon Gano, why is she so into Gordon Gano? Like, what? He's so unattractive. 
to me, to me, at least, I would have understood more. Like, why is this happening? It was, it was really uncomfortable. I was like, it's such a weird episode. It's so freaking weird, and I love it because it's so damn weird. You're right. It's not really like anything else that happens. um, It's just that. It's so weird. (laughs) I love it. And then uh, Gordy falls in love with Zelda because she's a nerd like him. And and she's like, I love how she's like, well, maybe for a minute, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And Sabrina's like, did you take his scarf? Sorry, I tried to do an American accent for scarf. And I was like, Scarf? And I was like, Scarf? no, that's not how they say it. <laughs> no. Wait, where's my We're weird with our A's, but Scarf? not always. <laughs> Sometimes you guys trip me up with your accent, but uh, I'm coming back around. You trip us up with your <laughs> accent. Let's be real. Why is it not a kebab? Why is it a kebab? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why does well, the A depends. go like that? It depends where you are. From where I am, it's a bath. But if you go two hours up, up north, it's a bath. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I love how every time Emily's on the show, we talk about the accents <laughs> in different because it's so like to it's me, interesting. It's so, like, it is exactly just like it's so interesting. Because like, sometimes like, Emily slips into like a like a New Yorker accent for <laughs> certain characters. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's a, that works. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like American and like vaguely south, vaguely north. Kind of like, east, kind of west. It's like Valley Girl, American. New Yorker, then in between, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I could not tell you where I am. If I'm doing an accent, and you'd be like, so what are you trying to be right now? And I'd just be like, generic American. <laughs> <laughs> you know the type. <laughs> you know the type. Um Oh, that's a uh, anyway. That's a great choice, Chelsea. I love that episode as well. Um, my favorite episode was the dream date episode where Sabrina has to prove that she loves Harvey. Yes, and that's the one that I re- right, and that's the one that I remember from when I was a kid. Um, but my favorite part of it, which I totally forgot about, is when Hilda tries to win over Drell, and is like, "I'm going to do it for us, Drell. I'm going to do it for us." And he's like, go, Hilda, go. And she goes in and she's like, that's my drill. That's my drill. And they're like, eh, wrong. And she's like, well, number two, number three. And they're like, I said you're done. And she's like, I, because they're in like a game show, like a 70s game show. And when she comes out, she's like, well, I lost. And then she jumps into the second door where he's like on the on the pool side with Chad or whatever. And they're like, oh, is that meringue? Like they're eating the cakes. <laughs> yeah. What is it? They have like an eternal flame of love. And she's like, it's still burning. It's still burning. And then she comes out and she just blows it out. And she's like, eh, I'm over it. I love that. <laughs> I love the visual gags in the show like that. It's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. I love, yeah, anything in the other realm, like, they did not cut any corners. They, like, made it all so, like, realistic. Like, even when Harvey's, like, excuse me, Sabrina's, like, jumping over the bridge to Harvey, like, Harvey, anything for you. And then she makes it over the bridge. It's, like, always so dramatic. And and that's the same episode that Harvey is, like, I don't care that you're a witch. I love you for who you are. You know, and it's, like, so amazing. You're, like, that's that's your man, Sabrina. Um, and does, anything isn't there a them? whole buildup where, like, they're, like, there's a 50% chance that he might turn into a frog. And you yes. think he's not gonna do it, and then and then the most 
horrifically terrifying CGI. Yeah, do not pause at certain moments. It's very scary. (laughs) It's honestly the scariest thing that happens in the entire season. He transforms into a frog and he easily could have gone ping, gold dust, and then frog. Right. But they take the time to like transform that actor into like like, a frog. Full (laughs) anamorph on him. Definitely. Yes. It's like, do you guys remember that, that, um, that, excuse me, that book, um, where it's like animorphs and they go slowly into like a, is that what <laughs> yeah. you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they made like a show out of it too. I think it was like on Nickelodeon for a while or something. Terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. terrifying. And even like when she tries to avoid his kiss every time she's like, oh, I don't even know what they were. I have to, I have to. Like she like takes like a bite of a muffin. Yes. yes, and then like, like popcorn like shoots out of nowhere. Yeah. Yes, that's right. They're at the movies, and he and he keeps going like, "You look look really pretty tonight. Yeah. You look really pretty tonight. <laughs> you look really pretty tonight." And it's she doesn't so kiss cute. him. It's so cute because I love that you get the idea. It's so brilliant. It's such a brilliant show. It's so simple, but you really get the idea that these actors have thought they may not even, but you get the impression that like. I was watching that and I was like, Harvey has spent all day looking in the mirror, picking a line as to when he's going to like lead in and he's picked it and he's going to stick yes. with it. And that's why he keeps repeating it. And you, we're not seeing it from Harvey's point of view, but you know that in his head, he's like, ah! this is the line. This yeah. is the line. And it's not working, but I'm going to keep using it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So it's cute. So good. Okay, so let's go around the room once again. Last time for your favorite quotes. Um, if you've got more than one, bring it on. I definitely do. Emily, you're up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look through because I genuinely have three three. Go yeah. as much as you want. Cause I don't have any. I didn't write any down. So <laughs> take okay. take you your can time. Some of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I start my quote list with um, little Emily heart as as cousin amanda as she casually leans over the table and says do you want to put someone in a jar because yeah. <laughs> she's like she puts people she in jars when she's jar. angry <laughs> yes um whoever gave <laughs> mr paul um i can't remember who says this line but it's when they they got the biology teacher distracted somehow and and sabrina's like how how did you manage to distract him and they're like I gave him a 24-hour bug. Yes, and it's an actual <laughs> bug. Oh, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> and he's like, ah! <laughs> Even that's at fantastic. the end of the episode, like, the tag at the end where they have the little, like, I don't know, like, the uh, 120 seconds of just, like, gotta wrap up this episode after the commercial. And he's like, I'll get you, bug. And he's, like, still fighting the freaking it's, bug. I, I love, love the it. show. It's so, like, cartoony. Like, they make, yeah. the, they make it, like, live-action cartoon. Yes. Like cut, like how many shows now would be like cut to a live action person with yes. a bug a cockroach outfit? Yeah, like who would do like I want that. Like it's so I, good. And, and Mr. Paul's yeah. just like fine with it. I mean, he's not fine with it, but he's like dealing with it. He's like, I'm not gonna <laughs> question it. I'm just gonna deal with it. Yes. <laughs> um, this is if you, if I had to choose, uh, this would be my ultimate favorite. It's when they're off to parent-teacher night and Salem says, can I come? And Zelda says, we are two sisters living together in a Victorian mansion. If we bring a cat, we cross the line into Looneyville. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> that was great. I remember and that one. And just the yeah. real self-awareness of that moment where she's like, we already look fucking insane to these people. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to bring my cat to parent-teacher night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> jog on. They're already judging us. We're not bringing our talking cat. <laughs> yes. Um, my hair broke my fool. Jenny and the sitcom yes. episode. Um, okay. Still want to take over the world. Um, mm. And uh, let's frolic in the fairy tale episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, mitosis is. Mitosis is. <laughs> Mitosis is mitosis. separation of cell particles. Yeah, I do love that. I was like, I'm gonna go through my life now, never knowing what mitosis is. And Sabrina basically looks at the camera in one of the final shots of the season to be like, the separation of cell particles. And I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. I think that's what it is. I don't know. I've had a prosecco or two, so I could be completely wrong. But that sounded about right. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, Chelsea, you didn't have any quotes? No, I, d- I didn't. I didn't put any of those down. All of them. You liked all the words. So everything. Anytime a uh, character speaks, classic. Classic. <laughs> classic. Put that in a meme. Put that in a meme. Uh, I have to say my all-time favorite is when Sabrina's like, it's Sabrina through the looking glass episode where she has where she goes into the glass and it's the opposite world and it's that weird cameo with that baseball player. Um <laughs> Right, exactly. Shaking no her idea. head like, what the heck? Um, but she comes into the kitchen at one point before she goes in the glass, and she's like, I have to be a witch, I have to be a mortal, I have to be a teenager, and I have to be a girl all at the same time. <laughs> yes! That was great. <laughs> Relatable. Oh, <so> Relatable. <laughs> um, and then in the Mars Attracts episode where Hilda goes, I don't ski, I lodge. <laughs> I I was like, yeah, I feel that for sure. Like, I don't want to go to a ski class. I just want to sit here and read my magazines. I don't care. That was a great episode. That was such a great episode. That was a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. Um, and then in the cat show episode where Hilda and Zelda go into the witchy beauty shop and uh, Hilda looks into a, a looking glass or a, not a looking glass, but a mirror, I should say. And she's like, hey, you look hot. You look great. And Zelda looks at her. She's like, Hilda, you can't buy self-esteem. And Hilda's like, yes, I can. And it's on sale. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes. I think I text, I think I text Emily yeah. that one. I was like, oh, my God. That was hilarious. It's so good. And, and of so course, good. anything Salem says. I mean, he kicks oh it off gosh. straight away. It's like episode anything. one that he comes down. And she's like, how are you, Salem? And he says something like, um... I'm having a bad fur day. Couldn't sleep. Tried to read something boring, but even your diary didn't do the trick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is the I best. Love I love him. <laughs> he's li- everything he says. Uh, I love the Christmas episode where he's like, they're like trying to get him to eat all these sweets and things that they've made, and he's like, I'm gonna get fat. I'm gonna get fat. And he and they're like, No, you're not. No, you're not. And he's like, Fa la 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 la, fa la la, fat. <laughs> 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 he's the best i freaking love when him. he has his like he becomes like oh she does his she does his hair and he becomes like a skinny naked cat and then also there's a bit where oh he eats the hair soup and he yes. like grows all the hair and he's like a it's big a fluffy salem and i was like i want one <laughs> yes. fluffy salem i, I like when totally he, i do cat. remember when he's when he gets all the hair and he's like groom me <laughs> <laughs> 
they get a totally different cat for that episode, like a fluffy cat <laughs> yeah. for that one. <laughs> I did. I felt. I felt bad for him when Sabrina came in at the last minute as that beautiful blonde pussy and had to steal the cat show. I was like, Sabrina, do it for Salem. How dare you? <laughs> Come on. <sighs> that episode was like probably the weirdest one because of all the like cat people but also i love that where she like won the, she won that cat yeah. show right yeah yeah yeah, yeah she, she did she won the cat show as the and there was like someone from channel eight news which i didn't get you have channel you have eight you have a channel eight oh, sure i don't know in the night i don't know i haven't watched normal television in so long <laughs> same yes. what is normal television um, I will say I would be remiss not to comment on the Pleasure Dome with Ed Vesta. Oh man! Oh, right? <laughs> with that's with, uh, Ra- Raquel, Raquel Welch. Welch. Oh, hot day! Good lord! Uh, that's me as as an, as an elderly person. <laughs> Full stop. I hope, I hope for me as well. Yes. The, the room of the applause where she just opens oh, it and she's like, oh, but I love it. <laughs> oh, the pleasure dome. Oh, I see. She's like a sex symbol. Nice. Good for mm-hmm. her. Yes, that's what she's kind of most famous for. Her that her poster in that movie, um, I think it's called like a, a Million Years BC or something. It's a very yeah. famous poster of her standing in like a caveman. On the front. Yeah, yes, like in it. the caveman. Yeah, kind of close. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. for her. That's Nice. Um, did I miss any ladies? Did we miss any scenes, characters, anything you want to say at the, uh, uh, here at the end, kind of, kind of the episode? Um, anything that we missed? I oh, you so know much. what? I'll, we'll say this. Um, I think I know why I think I like a lot of the humor in this show because one of the writers, um, his name is Frank Conniff. Uh-huh. He uh, was on a show called mystery science theater 3000 yeah. which is i big fan of that love that show and he was on that show did writing for it and i think that's why some of the humor is so like good it's not like st- like stupid kid humor it's like actually like very clever puns yeah very funny like funny. little references that you yes. wouldn't like that kids might not get um, and I think that's probably contributes, I mean, per, what I think contributes to it being honestly so funny that I'm laughing at it like so many years later and yeah. it being, you know, so much time has passed. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm genuinely like, this is funny to me. I'm not like, haha, funny pun, but I'm like, no, no, like that's hilarious. I'm laughing out loud. That's yeah. timelessly so I think, funny. Yeah, yeah, timelessly funny, definitely. And so I think, I don't know, I really like him. I, I liked that show and I, I feel like maybe because, you know, he wrote a little bit of it, that's maybe why I like it a little bit, so... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it's so good. This whole show is just like, how is this still funny? Honestly, I was like pleasantly surprised with how funny I was finding it as an adult. I was, I don't think I was worried, but I was aware that there was going to be a part of me that was like, you're going to enjoy this because it's like witchy and it's 90s right. and like you're going to find fun in it. But you may find it a little dated or you may find it a little childish. And it was neither of those things. And I was like, this, mm-hmm. I'm having... So much fun. I'm going to go and watch the remaining six seasons and I'm going to have yes. a blast doing it. And like, it's going to be so much fun. And this has been so much fun. And I'm just so happy that yeah. like, oh, it's so funny. I do have a bajillion. Well, not too many. They're hidden amongst the quotes. But um, when they all dressed as James Dean for that Halloween party. 
<laughs> like, like Harvey was like I'm gonna go as James Dean and then there was just the visual gag when you got there that pretty much every guy who played football was also dressed as James Dean, James Dean. And, and the way he said like I just need some a, like a white t-shirt some jeans and something to lean on I was like yeah. that's the fucking funniest actor joke I've ever ever heard in my life as someone that has like done Meisner and Method like that is yes. so fucking funny and something to lean on I love something that something to lean on that's the streaking episode right yeah and yeah. I put here streaking is never the answer sabrina <laughs> yes just in case you could hear me i'd love to i'd love to yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mr pool can be so annoying yes um i put here i like them trying to fake a dream i can't remember what that was oh, in relation he, jenny. to with jenny it's, jenny found out that like yes. all she walked into the uh the closet and like saw that it was all real so they had to yes. tell her that it was, like, fake so that they wouldn't... What was, like, her punishment? Like, they were going to turn her into something? Oh, they turned her into oh. a grasshopper. And they yes. were going to keep her that way and to, unless they could convince her that it was a dream. And I really enjoyed that, that they went... Because, like, Joss Whedon's very good at doing dream episodes. He's, like, very famous for it. And it's always very, very well done. Um, and this was so interesting because they weren't doing a dream episode, but they knew they were trying to make it out to be like a dream episode. And so they were like, oh, now you have to take a test, but I didn't study. Oh, it's the point because it's a dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now oh, you time's up. Run. <laughs> really, really cool. Without also, they easily could have um, fallen into getting her naked and they never and i know it's for kids but they easily could have done that and they didn't mm-hmm. um yeah. flan montage i've written here again. <laughs> oh, yes. how weird Type. is that i totally <laughs> forgot i just like the one guy that's like walking up to it and just licking it <laughs> so weird. it is like a crossover like like fade away, come back in, like nineties <laughs> yeah. editing. Yeah, just oh, keep so like good. jiggling like, okay, it. Oh plan. man. Oh, I forgot I love that. Oh, really it's so good. good. Um she's so hip and she's so nineties and she's so fashion forward. And we mentioned it earlier with your um, top come nightgown that you yourself are wearing. <laughs> she yes. does wear these almost Victorian ghost girl nightgowns, yeah. and her and Jenny are both wearing them. And they is and like again, they easily could have put her in like the sort of cute nineties like hot shorts and crop top pajamas that you saw so often back then. And I, I like it stood out to me because as a kid, all I wanted was to wear like granny nightgowns, like like Victorian <laughs> nightgowns. And my mom would never let me. She'd always get me like obviously modern pajamas for children because I was like eight and she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you want to dress like Wendy from Peter Pan all the time? <laughs> <You know? laughs> But I loved it. I love the idea. And so, like, I was really taken aback when I saw Sabrina, a very modern young woman in the 90s. Yeah. Not even before she's a witch, she's wearing this outfit, wearing a full-on lace nightgown to go to bed. And I don't know if that was on trend in the 90s in America. It certainly wasn't here. I don't so. think so. No. Yeah. no, not even a little bit. And it's so, But no. it's so witchy and it's so right. And not once is it ever, you know, Salem never makes some sassy comment about how she wears granny nightgowns or anything. Like, it's just completely accepted. Like, that's just a fucking nightgown. Deal with it. And I really, really dug it. I was like, <laughs> yes, Sabrina. <laughs> they look Wendy. comfortable too, right? Yeah, just 
super flowy. Like you could wander the nights with like an oil lamp being like, hello. (laughs) I'm all for that. I do want to wander the nights with an oil lamp or a candelabra. Yeah. Very much into that. That's sort of my vibe. Yeah. It needs to be long enough to be able to flow a bit and lots of doors that open on their own, like that kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Paintings that follow you as you walk by. Mm. Yes. Um. Why are they speaking? Why are they speaking Chinese in costume? That that oh, I, that was a little yeah. bit questionable. They have Chinese, and in order to eat a Chinese meal, they get into Chinese traditional outfits and they speak Chinese. And at the whole time, I was just like, Why is this happening? It's the nineties. I know they did that, and then also I will say, and I hate to say it at the end, but like some of the like little people jokes, I was like. Yeah. Oof, yes, I don't know about that. But yeah. it was very 90s, and I hate to yeah. say, maybe they didn't know any better, or maybe well, they it was, did. it was just know. sort of the done thing, wasn't it? And they really don't take it too far, and they really, they're really not so bad. It's not like every episode you're like, oh, God, like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Come on, Sabrina, go with the times. They, they're, they're mainly okay, but, um, yeah. but there's a couple, a uh, couple of things. Like, um, and well. the 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 sitcom episode in general, where um, the janitor and the nurse run away together, and <laughs> oh yes, the the um the like telenovela, very yeah. soap opera yes. episode. The um yes. the excuse <clears throat> me, have you ever been to the Grand Canyon? Only once as a child, Beverly. <laughs> Kenneth, oh my god, it's my long lost sister, and they like throw that in at the end for no reason, and I was just like, oh, I love this. I never have to see a soap opera again because I've seen this episode of Sabrina. I know. <laughs> Meet me at the reflection pool. I have to tell you something. <laughs> okay, Harvey. Like, there's a reflection pool at this high school. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but overall, I freaking loved this season. I think I can speak on behalf of all of this. This season is just absolutely fabulous. If we stopped here, we'd be so thrilled anyway. But you you both want to go on to the next seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, oh, definitely. let me watch at least the last episode and text me because it's very <laughs> I'm going to keep going for sure. I love I love going. it. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Especially the Halloween episodes and everything. I went back and yeah, like I think that's what happened was a couple months ago I just went back and tried to find all the Halloween ones and I was like, "Oh, I love this show." Like, oh, come it's on. So good. It's so good. And you don't even realize that there's like a laugh track behind there. It doesn't really no. add to it cuz you're already laughing. Yeah. When it happens. Yeah. You know, you're usually like, oh, I find that so distracting and jilting, if that's a word. It is now. But I didn't for this at all, as you say. Like, I was, it took me a few episodes before I even realized, or I think I even read it on the IMDb thing. They were like, um, they have a laugh track, but they didn't do it in front of a live studio audience because um, effects had to be put in afterwards, so they just put canned laughter in instead. Ha ha. And I was like, wait, there's canned laughter <laughs> in this show? <laughs> and then the next episode, I was like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> I don't know, it's very subtle. It. It's not like somebody going like, oh, yeah, it's not like, it's not like, and it's not that sort of classic. I mean, I don't know. This is me being very stereotypical of your country, but it's not that classic. Somebody opens a door and it's like, did somebody say something? And everyone goes, yes. Oh, no. You're 100% correct. They still do that. You're like, what? 
Uh, well, thank you, ladies, so much for joining me on not only my birthday episode, but the Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode. Happy That's birthday. Amazing. Yeah, happy oh, birthday. Thanks. I was going to say we should say. we got to say that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, this has been the best sleepover ever. So good. Uh, we need to go to sleep. And the first one to fall asleep, I'm going to freeze your bra. That's oh, man. Or we do. can put someone's hand in water yeah. while they're Let's sleeping. And draw yeah. with yeah. a marker on their face. Yeah. Let's do a Ouija board, though, first. Nope. This. Okay. No way. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, on, on it, honestly, even, like, if we were in the same room and you were like, I'm going to do a Ouija board, I don't, I don't know, because I really love you guys, and I wouldn't want to, like, be a bummer or anything, but I, I I think I would genuinely be like, I have to tell you right now that, like, that's not happening on my watch, and, like, <laughs> if if you want to, if we want to wrap up here, and, like, I'll go home, and then you can summon your little demons into your household <laughs> we'll just, appliances. We'll just, we'll get go Twister it, instead. <laughs> we'll do Twister. As do basically the same thing, but uh, less less Satan involved. I don't know what it is because I, yes. I don't believe in it. But um, for some reason, I'm just like, better not risk it. <laughs> you know? Yes. Just hey, with everything case. else going on, the last thing you need <laughs> yeah, is to like, right. hey, you know what? Ouija board this. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. And then, Finish like, off this year day, strong. You're across the Get a Ouija board involved. And they're like, some fucking morons have decided to summon demons from hell. Not yes. only are we dealing with fucking everything that we're dealing with this year, but now certain states in America are suffering from devilry. <laughs> These devilry. three women are in jail. <laughs> uh, all right. No demons tonight. Okay. Well, let's just watch the second season of season two. What yeah. do you say? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do Before we do that, will you guys tell me where everybody can find you in cyberspace? Chelsea, where can everybody find you in cyberspace? Well... Uh, if you want to listen to me uh, talk more about films from your childhood or the 80s and 90s and such like that with two other fellas named Max and Chris, you can check us out at Ready to Retro uh, on Instagram. I don't really know. I think we have a Twitter. Don't not entirely sure. You don't have a Twitter. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> mostly, in, I solid instagram user but uh ready to retro on instagram uh that's ready then the number two retro we are on um pretty much everywhere you can find podcasts uh anchor uh, apple podcasts um all that stuff just do some googling i know you can do it i believe in you. uh just go for that google um and then personally uh you can if you are, love halloween as much as i do and i'm sure you do listening to this episode you can um follow my instagram page which is uh the never ending halloween that's just like full halloween and then uh if you care about me in general <laughs> my regular <laughs> non-halloween life uh is creepy chels on instagram if you're into that sort of thing uh, just me doing my normal uh, daily things. Uh, and that's uh, that's how you can find me. That's how you can find Chels, guys. Emily, where can we find you, my dear? That's meant, Sorry, I had like a bit of a moment there. I was like, you're the never-ending Halloween? That's you? <laughs> that's that's, that's me. who you are? Oh, my God. <laughs> Genuinely, I hadn't put two and two together. And I yeah. was like, oh, I know that person. <laughs> I know that <laughs> I was like completely unrelated, and I was like, "This is cool. This is really fun. I'm enjoying this." It's you! Oh my god! Oh, Can I have your autograph? That's great. 
that's fabulous. This is incredible. This is like a revelation. Um, <laughs> uh, if you enjoy me talking over everything all of the time with way too much passion, uh, you can find me on the Why This Film podcast. We look back at movies from your childhood, uh, regardless of your age. We can go back as far as we want. We've done Laurel and Hardy. We've done Zulu. We've done crazy 70s Disney live action movies which are really not that bad actually um and we've done scary Will Fish Will Fish Will well yeah Will Smith Fish in Shock Tale right up to the <laughs> mid 2000s so whatever your age come on and listen uh we're across all podcasting platforms and we are across all of social media uh even though it is a dangerous place to be we are on Twitter yeah. which is terrifying <laughs> and Facebook and Instagram and I mean, I'm on Tumblr, but, like, don't feel you have to go there, because, like, Tumblr's not cool anymore, and I'm, like, nearly 30, and I probably shouldn't be on there. <laughs> but, like, we're there, we're there. Um, yeah, Why This Film Podcast. Check it out. Yeah. Oh I recently just went on my Tumblr, which I don't have anymore. I kind of did, like, a, like, uh, okay, I'm done. But yeah. it was quite the, like, a time capsule of what my life was like about four or five years ago. <laughs> Wow, someone was sad. (laughs) Okay. It's apparently had a shift lately where, like, all of the sort of sad, bad stuff has moved itself over to Twitter and Tumblr is a safe space where people can talk about how disappointed they are in recent television episodes, so. A safe space on the internet? (laughs) That's a fantasy. (laughs) That's not real. Uh, well, anybody that's listening to this episode may actually have a Tumblr because we're probably all the same age as yeah. a li- you know what I mean. Like if somebody's listening to this, they're like, "Oh, I have a Tumblr. I've never had a Tumblr. I'm a Pinterest and Instagram." Oh, girl. Pinterest, yeah, for sure. I've never had yeah. a Pinterest. I never. I couldn't understand it. I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, "How does this work?" And then I never bothered to learn. It's basically social media without the like social. It's just media. But, yeah, like, nice. yeah. You pick your own shit. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? Don't find me on Pinterest, everyone, because everything's on private. But definitely <laughs> check us out everywhere else. Check out these ladies. If you loved them here, you're going to love them there, because I do. I listen to all their episodes. Um, all right. Well, thank you, ladies, once again. I appreciate you being here. That was so much freaking fun. Yeah. We almost almost beat the, the OCD record of the longest episode. Oh, wow. But um, this was certainly chock full of so much information. I'm so glad. Uh, please don't lose your audio. I'd appreciate it yeah. because <laughs> yeah. this is a wonderful episode and I had so much fun. Um, we should do this more often, please. Yes. yes. <laughs> a yes. breakdown of Sabrina and the Teenage Witch from season one, three to seven. <laughs> Yes. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. Please tune in tomorrow for day 30 of 31 days of horror. Say bye, ladies. Bye. Bye, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast 31 Days of Horror. If you like what you're hearing, please follow OCD on any of your favorite podcatchers. Take it a step further and leave a five-star Apple Podcast review. (laughs) That really helps me out. Thank you. You can follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast or facebook.com slash OCD podcast. Tune in tomorrow as I review another horror Halloween comic. <laughs>
Why This Film Podcast looks back at the movies of your childhood. Join me, Emily Slade, each week as I step back in time to revisit the films that you grew up with. Maybe you haven't seen it for a while. Maybe you've watched it every day since you were eight. Maybe you totally forgot it existed. Whatever the movie, I'm here to go back with you through nostalgia untold and memories unnumbered. Together, we'll ask, why this film? Chris, you really think that the remake of Power Rangers was better than Avengers Endgame? Absolutely, guys, 100%. What is it wrong is with It is way better. No, it's uh, not, It's just dude. way better than... How am I no, even it's related not. to it's, you? It's amazing. I mean, Endgame's Gu- not bad, guys, but... Guys, guys. Uh, what, Chelsea? What, Chelsea? We're running out of time for the commercial. Wait, wait, we're recording that right now? That's happening right now? Yes, right now. Oh my gosh. Well, what do the people need to know? Well, they need to know where to find us. Well, they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, all the regular stuff. And they can follow us on Instagram if they want to see, uh, you know, social media content. Yeah, at Ready to Retro. But they don't even know who we are. Well, I'm Max. And I'm Chris. And I'm Chelsea. And we're Ready to Retro. Are you...